If you could have your own McDonald's meal, what would be the key ingredient? Hello. <laughs> Fries in it. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> Lamb chops. What is happening? Man, I was very excited to do this podcast. That answer just went so many different directions. <laughs> no, see, not get into that. But well, let's get into it. Oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> I, hate, I hate you. Listeners. <laughs> You guys don't know why we're laughing. This is our third time recording the podcast. <laughs> but my I, answer was original. Oh. Amber just hijacked Frost's there's answer. No, there's no audio proof for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I came up with the whole idea. I'm going to explain exactly what happened here because the listeners have no idea what's going on. This is our third time recording the intro. We're having technical mishaps over here. Um, or Shamir is trolling us. But what happened is we've asked this question <coughs> twice before. And I told them, listen, we're not just going to have the same conversa- conversation or try to remember what we said. Let's pick something new. The question was, what would be your McDonald's meal key ingredient if you had one? Such mm-hmm. as Travis Scott or like Jay Balvin and these guys have had, or Bad Bunny. Um, have had their McDonald's meals. Originally, we said mine was garlic chili, Amber's was sweet and spicy, Shamir's was no pickles. <laughs> On the second round, I, I, I made a comment in the first one that was like, yo, why don't we do something halal? Because mm-hmm. then it would get mad sales. Yeah. yeah. And then... I mean, no, that didn't happen. And then Amber was like, <laughs> oh, but you didn't come up with that the first time. And now she goes, right before we record this third version, she goes... Oh, okay. I have a really good one. <laughs> and then she says, hello. Oh, sh- Are we getting an Amber alert? Dude, we're getting yeah, an Amber it's alert. A tornado tornado warning. warning. Amber, what is going on? Yo. I'm just alerting y'all out here. <laughs> this is an emergency alert. There's no children involved. So it's oh. not an Amber alert. It, yeah. No, it's a tornado warning. Yeah, so it's not an Amber alert. Guys, yeah. if you don't make it, um, you know what happened. Tornado. This is crazy. Yeah. Hopefully the power doesn't go out while we record and lose <laughs> all the audio again. We're going to lose that's, the audio. <laughs> that's not funny. Don't joke about that. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> I forgot sorry, my answer. What sorry for I? such a confusing. Yeah. Uh, what did you intro. just say right now? Yeah. Oh, I said uh, fries in my burger. Oh, oh that's a that good one. Because I like putting. It's fries. not as good as mine this time around, but it's a good one. <laughs> so anytime people come and they ask for the shimmer special, yeah, they get fries in the burger. Fries yeah. in the burger, and that's a- apparently there's like places that do that. Like that's a specialty. Mm-hmm. I don't know which places, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I know people do that. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, so my idea, my idea was halal. No, it's because mine. because I think that <laughs> a bunch of Muslims. No, hold on. Let me explain why I said halal. Right? Stop it. I think it would really attract a strong Muslim audience, and then McDonald's would a be kosher like, audience. like, wow, like we should make this permanent, and then they would then expand their, their Muslim audience. If you didn't know That's what Amber's idea, what Amber's theft voice it's sounds all like, it's Amber's that. idea. Yeah, thank you, Shamir. It's all Amber's idea. Well, I okay, fine. Also. <laughs> I'll support a woman in need. Oh. D- shout out to baby. <laughs> no. Um, and, and I'll add on to your hal- your idea of a halal menu, Amber. Yeah. And I went with lamb chops. Mm-hmm. Wait, I don't with, like with that. With the chops? I would never get lamb chops what do you from mean McDonald's. With the chops? Doesn't have bone in them? Yeah. Well, you know, remember the McRib? People yeah. used to really like the McRib. Really? I don't know what it is or if it's an actual rib. 
Yo, I don't know if you guys can hear that. There's like loud thundering happening. This tornado so. is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just <laughs> that's just Amber's stomach after finally being able to poop. That's not the thunder. <laughs> Too soon, finally bro. Finally digesting. <laughs> yeah, on second thought, I don't know about lamb chops at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea. But, but if the price is right, if you're getting like, Yo, you're would, like would 20 they be bucks, in the shape of an M? Like the McDonald's? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> M on the bone. If they were like 20 bucks... Yeah. Then they can stay on the menu. And yeah. I don't care. People are people if they go to McDonald's and want to pay 20 bucks, that's fine. But they have to be the real thing. Lamb chops are like either you have to have them really good or it's just not worth having them at all. They're definitely on no dollar menu whatsoever. Yeah, no. <laughs> I the reason um, why we should be asking this is because Sweetie's meal is coming out on McDon- McDonald's on August 9th. Go ahead and get in line to get it because I won't be able to. And that's very cute if this was your podcast and if you want to give out free sponsorships, but Strange Flavors is not sponsoring Sweetie. Yeah. yeah. Or or McDonald's. But or I want McDonald's. the reason why is I'm not going to be here to try it when it comes out. So please eat it on my behalf. I'm we, sad. It depends what, what it is. I don't know, but I trust Sweetie because she has all these concoctions. What if it has bacon in it? Well, then I'll Ooh. remove bacon. Yeah, but then you it's not the have Sweetie meal, Amber. It's not meal. Sean Mears. That's not what Sweetie would do. What were you going to say about me? Shamir is out here only removing things to make his burger special. No, I added fries. He well, originally. originally he removed pickles, <laughs> but then he added the fries. So is this no pickles and fries? No pickles yes. add fries? Yes. He made it he he switched up his marketing, which was smart because without the pickles, you know, a lot of people you wouldn't make as much money. I feel like my good sis wouldn't do that because she and I have Nice, good taste buds. But what about McDonald's? You weren't a McDonald's supporter before, sweetie. Yeah, but you know what I do like? And I said this in the first <laughs> Are we going to die? I know, right? Yeah. This, <laughs> this thunder is crazy. You <laughs> can hear through the headphones. This, the, what I originally said was sweet and sour, sweet and spicy sauce. Because I think that if there was a chicken patty that was sweet and spicy with like the sauce on it, whatever, it'd be a fire burger. But I, I trust sweetie. Oh my God, it's about to be a really loud thunder. It's in my... I yeah. told you. Ooh. Well, I this, was- this is probably really cozy to listeners because yeah. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm like studying or doing work mm-hmm. and I put on that lo-fi has the rain station in the background. that has the rain yeah. and the thunderstorms. Yeah. If you're quiet so and alone, that's, it's kind of cozy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. It's serious. These what? are not special effects people. No. Like, I don't understand when people are like terrified of thunder uh, and no. stuff. It's just intense. Like, do you guys know people like that? I met you. Well, my mom. Kids. Like she's. Oh yeah. yeah. She literally will scre- start screaming and duck for cover and like tells us all to get away from the windows. <laughs> And it's just like it, it's mom. like it's like a little jump scare, but it's not like terrified where you're, I feel like my life's on the line, you know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. intro is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> this intro is Let me a introduce mess. the podcast. <laughs> we still didn't do that yet. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning into an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Shamir. I'm Mick Frost. And I'm Scammer Amber. Damn, this what? is the strangest and greatest <laughs> podcast in the game. This is brought to you by Other Theory. If you'd like to email us or send us your music, strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. That's not how that works. <laughs> I'm a scammer. I took your spot today. Oh. And, can- I, and I did your name change like you do because yeah. I had your answer. And hopefully we can do this intro without dying uh, by this thunder. Um, you can get this dope Strange Flavors merch at strangeflavors.store. And if you'd like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation, you can help sustain future episodes and be part of Strange Flavors Town. Strange Flavors Town includes Bobber's Bagels, Cassie's Cupcakes, Airhuds, Icy's, Freehuds, Flaffles, Usum's Apples, and Shamil's Shawarmas. Ah. Now, I would like to give a special thank you to our Strange Flavors Town supporters. Yes. Who have carried us. 
carried us mm-hmm. to figuratively this. and literally. Wait, did well, they do it literally? Uh, that's not what literally means. Yeah. Okay, maybe not literally, but financially, <laughs> <laughs> spiritually, 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 figuratively. What other logic? No, not logically. What other way? Enthusiastically. Yeah. This thunder has some bass. Sorry, when you start. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully, we a special work. shout out to them because. Today marks a happy slash sad day. Oh. Instead of a happy meal, you get a sad meal. Oh. I mean, I would say it's still a happy meal. Well. It's like a half smile and then the other side is like a frown. That's the uh, <laughs> the nut face from the emoji. <laughs> yeah. You know that emoji? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the nut face? <laughs> you call that emoji the nut face? <laughs> Hold on. Am I the only one? Hold on. <laughs> no, it's the nut face. It's the nut face. Because cause, uh, it's a bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. The power went out. What? The power went out. No, wait. The pow- oh, the light How did the power on. go out? <laughs> what are you guys looking at? The TV. Oh, the TV. <laughs> <laughs> The power is still on, guys. <laughs> the lights, are- the lights. We still have the uh, intro. The lights are still on. Shining in our face. We're still talking. We can still hear we ourselves. We can see literally everything glowing <laughs> and oh. hear ourselves in the mics and the still. Oh, so <laughs> the only thing is the TV shut off. I was like, no. Why did the, the podcast TV was shut not off? meant to be today? Maybe the power did go off on that end. Maybe we were on a reserve or something, something happened. Maybe that line. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. The reason that we are a mess and letting this continue on is because um, today is the final episode of our unofficial season two, Strange Flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Season two was what? Two years long? Season yeah. one was like a year and a half long. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, the, the first time we took a break and these were all unofficial. So yeah. that's, that's why it was like. You know, they're like hiatuses more so. Yeah. The first time we um we used to be in Amber's apartment mm-hmm. recording it with the view of Baltimore City. And then uh, you know, she was moving and everyone was going through like a certain transition in their period. lives. And so we were like, let's come back to this. Mm-hmm. You were I don't remember if you remember, you were really sad. I started crying. Yeah. You were crying. Because the way oh my God. Oh, here comes the rain. Oh, I love this. I know, but I just, I can, I don't know if like this lightning is right in my peripheral vision. I see it too. It's, so I'm anticipating for the thunder to hit after the lightning. Anyways, yeah. um, that last time when we had taken a break, the way that we had worded it was, it could be a week, it could be a month, it could be six months. We don't know when we're revisiting it. Mm-hmm. That's how I was told it, right? And in my head, I was like, oh my God, we might never come back to this. You were like, this is all I have going for me creatively. Yeah, because it was like I was graduating college. Like uh, This was when I was in college and it was like the one thing that I had every week where it was like something that I could put my energy into once a week. There was a time place in for it. So now after we moved back home and now we finally got the studio set together and everything's going great again. Here we are, taking another break. Back again. Back at it again. But guess what? After the last hiatus, we came back even stronger. We came back way We literally stronger. came back like a month later also. Yeah, yeah. we came back it not that long Well, later. also the last time we were going on trips and like you said, transitions and stuff. So mm-hmm. we were like, it was very difficult for us to be weekly. And mm-hmm. while we're on the road, going to a bunch of different places. So it was a much needed break. And we came back with new ideas and all that. Pre-COVID, we were kind of just <laughs> recording wherever, right? 
Yeah, like sometimes it would be in your house. Sometimes it'd be in Frost's basement. Yeah. Um, sometimes it'd be at people's places. Yeah. So. So now we finally have like a set studio, so that we have after the hiatus to come back to. Yeah, the um the whole reason is also just so you guys know um, we've been working on this album. I know that it's kind of like, from your perspective, like in the air. Where is this thing? Yeah, we What's- announced it like December thirty first. Mm. Mm. And yeah. it's like seven, eight months later. That's true. Yeah. And and we haven't shown a whole lot from it. Like the patrons will obviously get more um uh, of a look into it, but we wanted to make sure that we can set it up properly behind the scenes as much as possible. Um because it once it comes out and, and we do our rollout and everything, it needs to all be done in, in a certain way. Um are you okay? I just thought about my cat, and I really hope she's not outside. It's fine. She, Do you want to go she, check she, on her? She's a strong cat, and and she knows she survived the last storm, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, and she know we have a place underneath the deck, which is like a kind of like a house for her. Okay, so, so she's not like swimming or no, anything. No, right no, no. She she be all right I'm, up until the intro is done. Then I'll go check on her. <laughs> she's gonna come back as like nuggets. Oh. <laughs> oh. Is that? I'm sorry, dude. I always make I always for some reason make pet jokes and. I've always managed to make people cry. <laughs> oh my cat! Like, how are you gonna be talking about nuggets? Sorry, Wait, I want to know how it turns into a nugget from a thunderstorm. <laughs> she gets fried. Like, from gets the fried. Oh, cooked like a giant. Well, guys, can we not talk about my cat? Air fried. <laughs> Air fried. Oh my god. Yo. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh my god. It's literally like it looks like Wizard of Oz outside. You know when she gets sucked into the tornado, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the warning that we got to. So this is great. Uh, yeah, we're, we're taking this trend, uh, little break here. Our goal was to have an episode every single week this year. And we did that, Mm -hmm. um, up until this point, which I'm really proud of. And I'm really grateful for, um, because you guys allowed us to do that. You know, you kept tuning in, you kept supporting us and we kept, uh, bringing on awesome guests and we were able to do that all with your support. And we did it through COVID too. Right. Which I'll yeah. give another pat on the back for because regardless of our situation, we still made it on to do one virtually. But nonetheless, we found and that gave us a really cool opportunity as well of being able to get guests that we never thought we could. Yeah. I also want to give a special shout out to Niati and Hadia who mm-hmm. were behind the scenes um, with us throughout the entire year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, taking notes, making sure to post on social media and, you know, helping to take care of those things behind the scenes. Um, they were, they've been in episodes before too. Um, them too, they were great behind the scenes. And then also uh, Isan, who was helping out major with producing the podcast. He was a great help and, and you know, helped us with all of you guys supporting us to put together the set that you see uh, today. So special shout out to everybody who is not a co-host here, um, who makes our jobs a lot easier and more fun. And they still put in the work. Shout out, shout out. Yes. And, and the reason that we want to continue doing this. And we will continue doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Do we have any idea when we're coming back? For now, I think we have to see where we go with the album um, and, and what the rollout plan looks for that. Because this album, it's, it's much different than the work we've been doing previously with Ronoponal, uh, just because it involves a lot, uh, you know, uh, an upgrade on quality, production, and all that sort of stuff. So we're taking all the music, all the videos very seriously. Uh, we'll talk a little bit yeah. about what we have going on tomorrow because we're, um, you know, 
opening up the pockets a little more, a little yeah. deeper for uh, to make all of this happen. And because we all work, um, you know, other jobs and obviously have family and, and other things that uh, we have to be responsible and, and take care of, this is, you know, a, an extended effort to try to make it happen because we want to, uh, you know, put a stamp on the cultural comedy that we've been producing that you guys enjoy and really do it for everybody who is, um, has been supporting us uh, for this long. Yeah. So we hope you guys don't mind, uh, but we will continue producing um, other content along the way. You might see more Strange yeah. Flavors related content while we're on a break. And it won't truly be that long. Yeah. yeah. Like, so. it's, just, it's just until uh, we figure out mm -hmm. when we can come back. And honestly, Amber is not going to be here for some time. Yeah, She's I'll be gone for a month. Yeah. Where are you going? I'm going to Pakistan. I'm going to, hold on, hold on. Kashmir. <laughs> Damn. So you guys are so tired of me talking about it all the time. That's where I'm going. So how long are you going? I'm going for an entire four weeks exactly. Excited, scared, nervous? I am nervous, mixture with scared, and a like a small tinge of excitement, which isn't typically like me, um, you know, for trips and stuff. But I have a lot of open wounds to assess in Pakistan. And so this trip will be me kind of emotionally healing myself, um, you know, and I, and I lost my grandmother. I haven't been there since, um, and I have no living grandparents. So I'm, I'm going back to a truly different experience than I've ever had before. Your Pakistani experience is also very different than most people's mm -hmm. uh, because you live in like the mountains yeah. uh, where you said you literally, you guys just literally like we're able to hook up some sort of Wi-Fi. and Yeah, it's the first time we've ever been able to hook up Wi-Fi. It's crazy because somebody, one of my homegirls called me the other day and was like, oh my God, I'm so excited for you to Pakistan. You're going to do like the shopping. You're going to eat the street food. Like you're going to be able to like, you know, and all the things that she was listing, I was like, that's not my experience. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's, and she was like, I'm so excited for this for you. And I was like, that doesn't excite me about Pakistan. The shopping doesn't excite me. The street food doesn't excite me. It's genuinely the environment, the people there that like love us, our neighbors, the amount of love they have for us, being able to walk down, open up a chicken coop, grab an egg, go for like, it's just so such an organic, such a like grounding experience when I'm there. And I love that. You like being a mountain girl yeah. village type vibe. Yeah, I love it. It's very different to my experience here. And I, and I like the fact that I can go there and live that life as not as a tourist in a different country, but as somebody who would be living there. What are you going to do without all your, uh, your meal prepping that you do and all your workouts and I think all it's going to be even easier, my friend. You think so? Yeah, because... All organic? All organic. <laughs> Legit organic? <laughs> Legit organic. And it's going to be like, okay, dad, can you bring home two chickens from the market? He's going to bring home two chickens. They're and not going to be are, as big, Amber. Are you going to slaughter them? No, no. The market <laughs> slaughters them and cleans them and brings them fresh and you cook them that day. Oh, wow. And then, you know, I have the eggs right there. The only thing I'm lacking on is a coffee. I'm still trying to figure that out. Chai. I I'm not like chai exists and I enjoy chai as a like social delicacy, but not as a like means to my caffeine. intake. Oh, yeah, dude. It's going to be hard because yeah. their caffeine intake is like half not ours. A fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure out that out. But I think maybe that you can use it, use it as a time to um, withdraw. Yeah. To, yeah. To, to literally like 
the, the stuff we're on in America is not all great for yeah. us mm-hmm. and, and our bodies and, and our mental health. I detoxed health. from caffeine. I mean, I'm sorry, in Ramadan. I detoxed completely from like caffeine and didn't have it for the whole yeah. month. But I mean, to be honest, this is the food that like my body was meant to consume. My ancestors consumed everything. And so genuinely without trying... I naturally slim out. I naturally have a more athletic type vibe. I'm constantly on my feet. I'm running up and down mountains all day to go visit somebody. I have to kind of like hike up a mountain and stuff. So I don't even have to try. It'll be embedded in my lifestyle to be doing what I do here. Something that I've picked up on um, going to other places where um, it's not the same as we would have it in America or something is that you shouldn't overly plan Mm -hmm. you should go there and try to see what they do Mm -hmm. as they live there because it works for them yeah and uh you know change your routine change your body change everything because Mm -hmm. you have to once you go there and and you might pick up on a bunch of new things you're like wait why have i been doing this this Mm -hmm. way like this is so much healthier i remember some guy on joe rogan was talking about like how he tried giving up coffee um for a while and like some crazy benefits he had as far as like his happiness and, mm. you know, many, many other things that he was just like, I thought that I needed it for, you know, staying awake and getting through this. But turns out like when I'm happy, I want to work on this in the first place. And, yeah. you know, you don't think about all of those other things and everything mm-hmm. is so calculated here. What's yeah. the point of trying to be like forcing yourself to live your lifestyle here, there? What's the right. point of going there? It's disrespectful. It is in a way. And yeah. it's also disrespectful to your experience. Not only right. them, but to yourself. Like, let yourself open up, feel a little bit uncomfortable with your environment and, you know, go in and be willing to experience And you it all. change your lifestyle here. You're, near, you're like, oh, this is better there. Like, I yeah. should adopt this and put it over here. Mm. This is oddly bright for a thunderstorm. Yeah, it's... <laughs> we don't know what's going on outside. Maybe we're in, like, a, a dream world where, like the house is moving mm-hmm. and everything around it. Oh, that branch just broke on that big tree. You know, in like like the Wizard of Oz, how like the house gets sucked up mm-hmm. and then she gets transported somewhere else. What if this podcast today, like we're going through like a time machine or something? Yeah. I mean, it definitely feels a little like <laughs> dreamy right now. Like very... It's meant to be. Yeah. yeah. Like the final one. For sure. Shamir, what do you got going on? What do you, what do, you do for the uh, next month? Next month, I'm going to be doing the same thing I've been doing the past couple of months, you know? Mm-hmm. Grinding it out on Twitch? Twitch, TikToks, mm-hmm. making videos, you know? What, what, do, you, what do you make of your Twitch experience so far? Is it proof to be something that, like, you know, you, you enjoy doing? It's beneficial? Is it hard work? What is it? Um, I'd say it's hard work for most people. But mm-hmm. for me, it's pretty easy. Mm. So you're streaming for how many hours? Uh, probably, like, 10 hours a week. So five hours one day. Pro- that's, like, max. And then five hours another day. So two days a week. Your Twitch and is genuinely so entertaining. <laughs> if you haven't checked out Shamir's stream, like you need to do that because I had no experience with Twitch. Yeah. And the only reason I went on was obviously because I wanted to see what you were doing on there. And I was like, wait, this is so fun. The chat is so fun. Yeah. The vibes are immaculate. And I love all the games you play. That's interesting. It's like straight stream of entertainment live. The yeah. best part about it um, is the community because... You see the same people return yeah. and you see them engaging with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about, although like, Shamir is the uh, the face of it yeah. and leading the efforts, the games, the conversations, um, it's beyond Shamir. And I think any strong community holds 
that sort of value. For sure. And like, um, I think it's cool because um, like it, in terms of entertainment, like, you know, I always want to be like entertaining and stuff like that. And how do I be entertaining? Whether it's different art forms, you know, music, whatever it may be. Twitch is probably the most like, um, how do I say it? It's the deepest you can get mm-hmm. in a live experience, right? You yeah. have to be entertaining in a live experience. And like, that truly shows how entertaining you can be in a live experience. If you can yeah. capture an audience in a long format, you know, a couple hours, it can't get better than that. You know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. a live comedy, right? You can do sketches. You can mm-hmm. edit the crap out of that and make it funny. Or you can be funny like live mm-hmm. and see how your jokes perform and all that stuff. So in terms of how your music lands and all that stuff, you can see that live and see how people react to things live. So It's, really it's like a YouTube video, but you can interact with the creator while it's happening. Yeah, for sure. How and long, that's fun. How long do you think this... Um, can go on for like I'm thinking of Clubhouse for example yeah and remember like people were so hyped about Clubhouse and you're like oh my god mm-hmm. this is the thing yeah and then now like you don't even hear about it yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, with Twitch and streaming and stuff like that do you think I mean as far as sustainability and all that yeah I think um people were saying the same thing about Twitch like a few years ago you know Drake went on with Ninja and stuff like that it had a it blew up a little bit it kind of died down uh COVID it really blew up and then I do kind of see it die down a little bit, but I think that's in the short term. I think it'll mm. automatically like go up again. I think it has its waves and there's more creators doing more unique things. Um, in terms of like a creator standpoint, it's in- infinitely helped me like financially too. Mm. Like it's crazy. I never thought it would and I never went in it for financial reasons, but it's allowed me to, you know, fund my videos, fund like other things that I have. And it's all because of the community, like people would gift, mm-hmm. like gifting is very... Um, Encouraged. So encouraged there which is crazy I've never seen that from any platform right and now you see every platform Instagram having like live gifting uh, TikTok TikTok, yeah. TikTok has live gifting and all that stuff that's really dope that all these platforms are now creator friendly and I think Twitch was one of the first to like do that yeah so I, I think that's awesome in that aspect too but I also say like uh, Twitch it's always like AIM kind of I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys like used AIM or MSN Messenger, mm-hmm. but it kind of has that vibe when you're chatting in someone's thing. It's like, oh, you're just chatting like with these bunch of people. Right. There's like something in front. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. been fun. Um, I just don't know how long it will last, um, but I still enjoy it. And it's a way for me to record my content. So like I can make co- TikToks out of it. So people do it to like, you know, people make, um, people stream just so they can like have their games and have their community. But I see it as a way of how can I record content? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I used to vlog and do that stuff. This is just vlogging, but like online and I get mm-hmm. to edit it and cut it up. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do it for quite a while. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, the scheduling and all that stuff. I'm going to try to keep it. But it's been fun and I've been, it's really changed the way I look at how to make content. That's dope. I think when people talk about um, certain apps and, and what's the most uh, fun one to use, what's the most like successful one, we are always looking at like how many people are on it and not necessarily like how people are benefiting off of it. And like, for example, Facebook, I know that there's like streamers on Facebook and there's people that have like Facebook shows Mm -hmm. that uh, we don't even hear about, but they are uh, either being supported insanely financially Mm -hmm. or like they have a huge audience that like, you know, is a on a global level that like, you know, might not just be relevant to America. Um, But yeah, like it's, it's crazy that, it, it just depends on how you use that platform. And like for you, you you have this consistent schedule. People always know to tune in and they feel like they can come to something yeah. where, you know, they can always tune in. Yeah. I think like also, I mean, I knew I was always like good in front of a stage and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But this was like to see how good I am. Mm-hmm. 
And I think like I look at other people and I'm not trying to like say that I'm better than them or anything. I just mm -hmm. have been doing this for a while, like not on streaming, but mm -hmm. like, you know, whether it be on stage, whenever we perform, like I always enjoyed that live performance you have aspect. more confidence yeah. being by yourself and yeah, yeah being able to hold a show for and, five hours and then not even that like i remember people's names like when people come back i remember mm -hmm. what, who they are as people just mm -hmm. naturally and i'm like hey what's up how you're doing like you know i remember oh, the what they're doing for the profile job. built with the name exactly and like i remember that quickly and i see their name and everything so i think i'm really good at that a lot of people can't remember that stuff like that so for me it's been awesome to see and then i see them like you know they check out my other videos they check out my music um, it's just all in all, it's kind of like Instagram live, um, connecting with your audience, but yeah. in a more fun way, you know? Yeah. Cool, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Keep killing it. What you're doing, you? you're doing good. Thank you. Good yeah. thing. Stream youth. Anything you want to share? Stream youth. Um, I'll be in the same, uh, lab that I've been in for many years, mm -hmm. which is my basement, um, where everything gets done. Um, working on you know, this album and, and just everything related to our brand going forward. I've been looking um, a lot. We were having a conversation the other day, Shamir and I over dinner about, you know, just bringing our worlds together. And for me, that's the things that I do for other people. So like my clients, um, I've helped a lot of, you know, companies and brands and things like that uh, behind the scenes. And I always think like, I want to be doing this for us too, as in everything that we're creating and be able to elevate ourselves that much. Um, and it all, all comes down to like the resources and, you know, what is, what kind of a system you can create around uh, what your brand represents and what people can expect. And so I want to apply a lot of what I've been doing um, for my clients and all of that um, to us and really develop you know, especially with this album, use this as kind of a project to say that all the art direction, writing, mm -hmm. um, you know, editing, um, overall just sort of production quality is something that was done in-house. Yeah, like we're a production house. We've done yeah. all the stuff that companies pay a lot for. Yeah. And the fact that we're all doing it ourselves at such a young age. Right. And so if someone wants to, you know, pay me to make their logos and do all their brand design that, you know, ends up making them um, or they end up using for all these sort of project rollouts mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, product drops and all that kind of stuff. I think to apply that to our own album and all those things and really develop, I think this is like the strongest concept that has ever been developed um, as far as things that like we've done through our brand. And I'm learning that, you know, it's, that's the sacrifice is the time mm -hmm. because we live in an age now where things are just like, you feel like, oh, just drop the thing and like, you know, just keep dropping, keep dropping, keep dropping. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of what people are encouraging. And I get it. It makes sense, right? You get practice out of it. You get to see what people say and um, you get the instant feedback, instant gratification. You get to move on to the next thing and it's a numbers game. Um, but you know, I also follow a lot of artists and, and certain projects that really took their time with something mm -hmm. and it becomes a moment uh, in history or in time that it was just like, this happened this way um, because it encapsulated everything that was going on, um, you know, in, in, in pursuit of creating this certain project. So 
uh, although I, I like the motivation behind just do it and mm-hmm. all these other sort of slogans, um, I think take your time is one that we don't hear at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't, you don't hear a company say something like take your time, mm-hmm. <laughs> be comfortable, you know, because they're all like, no, just do it, do it. You know, and, and I get that because it's trying to push people. Right. Yeah. Um, but if you're if you've already crossed that, if you're already doing it, if you're already putting in all these hours, yeah, I think do it the right way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, especially for me, right? Like in the beginning, I was definitely like putting out a lot, putting out a lot, learning. And then there comes a certain point where you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And when you know what you're doing, you become more particular and you're like, okay, this needs to be perfect. And like there, you're never gonna get perfect, right? But you know, like, okay, I I want it out this way. And once you're at that point, then you understand like you don't always have to just do it and you don't always have to put it out. Yeah. Um, you just- I think overthinking is part of it. Um, yeah, yeah. That like, you know, I, I don't want to fall into like a, with all due respect, Frank Ocean sort of trap where it's just like we don't, or Kendrick Lamar, where we're like we don't even hear for years. And it's yeah, just yeah. like, uh, is, that, uh, is there still being content produced or something? Mm-hmm. But I think exploring and, you know, waiting for that thing to hit sometimes is important. Give yourself the room, uh, get away from a certain space. Uh, just to come back to it, but complete the project. As yeah. long as you're always kind of like focused on that. Um, and and I think that what you guys can expect is um, to start seeing the results uh, very soon. And I want to say that, you know, keep up with us. Keep, continue to follow us if you haven't subscribed, if you haven't followed us on all our platforms, um, us individually, um, but also Ronopono and Strange Flavors everywhere that we exist. Uh, make sure to do so. We will, um, you know, be updating everything what we're doing in the process. And if anybody wants to support in ways beyond following and all of that, we'll make sure to put links so that, for example, if you want to, you know, uh, support this project specifically that we've been working on, um, you can do so. And all of the funds for that will go into this because everything that we've been... And they can see it. That's the one, they can that's see, the yeah. one really cool thing about people who support us that they can see exactly where our money goes in. Right. Mm-hmm. They see, oh, you upgraded your studio. Oh, you're do- oh, you upped your video, your music video game, whatever. Like they will be able to literally see it. Yeah. So if I you want to see where your money goes, you can actually see it going, being put to good use. I think one of the inspirations is uh, someone like Lil Dicky, um, who I remember he, he did a Kickstarter... For to, his tour. For his tour. But then it was also his album, right? Yeah, yeah. To get that album done. And it was literally funded by the fans to make sure that he gets the studio time and this and that. And what ended up happening was he got that album out. Mm-hmm. He got all these awesome, you know, big name features on there. He became a real artist in the space. Got an XXL um, feature, you know, when, when he was mm-hmm. one of the new artists, the freshman class. And then now is going on to do much bigger things like his show, Dave, which is incredible Mm -hmm. and really goes into the process of what it means to be that sort of artist. And I think nowadays, a lot of us are living this sort of reality of like being able to fund ourselves with our communities that believe in us. And, you know, just like we were talking about earlier, all of these projects we're doing are much bigger than us. That's why we invite people onto this podcast to share, you know, what they can onto our platform Mm -hmm. because we can have these conversations and stuff. And it means a lot that like you guys are able to support that and and so you know continuing on with our other projects um if we need to get that boost to keep going um we we are always super super grateful for everything you've done for us already but you know we'll continue to do for us as this thing comes out okay guys so let's go ahead and teleport to new york okay what she's talking about is uh what i hinted at earlier which Mm -hmm. is 
a collaboration that is coming up that we will be going to New York for. Um, you've probably seen our stranger today all over your TikTok making chai, Pakistani delicacies, and more chai at his very own New York cafes. We've got a big collaboration coming up with him, so we're actually on our way to go meet him and work on our upcoming project tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So with that, everyone, please give it up for Saud, a.k.a. Chai Guy. What's up, guys? Dude, first of all, thank you so much for doing this. Like, dude, your stamina is insane. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Yo, I think, I, I think like when people, like, because I complain about working a lot, like on TikTok, especially on my lives and stuff. So I think people like, oh, this guy's just like complaining about it. But like, dude, no, that's you, no joke. Yeah. If you, if you're here and you see it, it's yeah. like, there's no stopping like 24 oh, yeah. seven. Well, when we, since we've been here, you came to see us at our house, which was like 40 minutes away from you yeah. that night. You had to get up early that morning. You helped us do the whole video and everything he like that. He went hiking that, hiking that day too. Same day. <laughs> yep, yep. And then stayed up till, what time did we leave? Like six? Six, six, six in the morning. Yeah. Six was, in the was, morning. We came, we, we started shooting when it was like pitch black outside and we yeah. got yeah. done when it was literally like sunrise. Fudger time, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, and uh, now we're here doing a podcast. So no, seriously, thank you so much for making the time. Like you are such a kind soul. Dude, yeah. thank you guys for coming through. I mean, you guys didn't like just come from a 20 minute drive y'all drove far away so you know anything i can do to make it happen for you no, we're, we're yeah. used to this so it's yeah. all good yeah. you said your, your you said your anxiety is high when uh you know the restaurant is running and all of that yeah. right now currently we're doing uh a it's podcast an, for the it's first full time swing. dude it's a it's a full thing. podcast while the cafe is up and running i've never <laughs> honestly i don't think that's ever been done you know what i mean i think this is probably one of the first times a podcast has been done while there's an actual scene going around like there's you know what i mean maybe, i mean maybe, maybe it's, it's yeah, been done before there's a bunch of podcasts out there so we'll consider yeah. a live audience there you go. Yeah. At, least, first... at least in the daisy community we're the first oh ones yeah to do for it. sure yeah. you know but I mean? you're gonna be okay when people are coming in and stuff you're like dude listen um check it in the back god your brother also it's gonna kill it he's good bro yeah, he seems like he's holding the shop down. Yeah, what keeps your uh, you know stamina going? Like you're you're going back and forth between two shops, and then like you know you're always it seems like delivering food, picking up equipment, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, is it always like this? High energy. So, um, I mean, you know, you have to match the energy that you're given. Yeah. Um, you know, you see right now it's packed. Yeah. Um, and you know, when I first came in, I jumped in. Um, trying to help uh, in the kitchen. Uh, I got called out uh, to like Georgia, hey, we're missing this stuff. Like mm-hmm. there's no one else to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just can't like find pity on yourself and be like, uh, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do? I'm just a human. No, you just, you, dude, God gave you these blessings. You got to act upon them. You know what I mean? It's pretty sick. Like I was just saying, I was like, there, you got like your staff back there and I'm just like this 25 year old kid just going back there and being like, oh yeah, yeah. this chef's here. <laughs> like, there's an older chef. Be, does that ever cl- like hit you? Like, man, this is crazy. Like I really have these shops here. And I'm just a, do you like, you feel like you're still so young? Dude, I, honestly, I feel old. I, I think uh, my, my men, like my mentality was so like uh, mature for my age at a very young age that it's just never been a thing where I consider myself a kid. Mm-hmm. I think that especially like, you know, the immigrant lifestyle, like coming here, having the struggle, you have to struggle at a very young age. Um, we're exposed to a lot of mature things at a very young age. And mm-hmm. I think that for me, like teenage years, when I had to be like, okay, okay that's how life works. Yeah. That mentality kind of went away where I started, you know, finding pity on myself because I'm a young kid. Mm. It, and again, like coming in, like, yeah, I'm the youngest. I'm actually the youngest of my staff. 
So all my staff is also young, uh, and I think this. Your uh, little brother. Yeah, my little brother also. He's he's younger than me, of course, and uh, I think Emery is one of our one of our uh, baristas here. She's like a year younger than me, but everyone else is like borderline thirty or like getting there. Mm-hmm. D- does that have an impact on you? Like, do you feel that? Like, no, dude. I think I think our generation is just like a little bit. Um, it's they're way different than I guess millennials. I guess no, why? No, because like. Um, you know, they, they still have that, like, youth in them, even at a very, like, you know, when you think... On, of 30, a, on a technical level, yes. Yeah, dude. No, but, like, 30-some, <laughs> like 30, 30 some, some people were like, you know, you, you got to have, like, something figured out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the whole, like... Um, oh, okay, you're saying, like, they're... They're a little... Like, they, if you talk to them, you can't tell if they're, they're 30 or going 30 or blah, blah, blah. They, they, you talk they're to more them, mature, you think, basically, you're bro, saying. Bro, they, they seem like they're 21. You know what I mean? Mm. They're just kids. But then I asked them, like, like I mean, of course, I asked them, like, how old are you? And they're like, oh, like, 27? I'm like, yeah. what? Like, <laughs> Hold on. Why are you making 27 sound? No, no, no. Hold on. No, 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 no. Relax. No, 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 no. Relax. First of all, <laughs> it's, it's, first it's, of all it's, you're listen. making it sound like that's really old. That's not. That's oh, not but you're not far off from that. Dude, I'm not far off from that. And alhamdulillah. Like, you're two years shy. Hey, listen, um, I'm looking forward to it. But um, honestly, like, it's not, it's not about, like, something wrong with it. You just look at a person, you're vibing with them at a very, like. Um, you just call me a millennial? No, no I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just kidding. Is that what we are? Yeah, I think so. No, we're cuss. I'm, I'm borderline Gen Z, so yeah. I'll take it. Okay, um, cool. I've never thought, nobody's ever referred to us as millennials before. Sorry, go uh, ahead. No, I didn't refer you all as millennials. No, no, no. We're the same age, age, bro. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, we're like borderline Gen Z. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the cutoff is like 95. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, um, there's, there's a lot of uh, these Jai guys out there that, that also have this this handsome thing to them. What's, what's with that? Oh, yeah. Where does that come from? Is it a genetic the chi- thing? Right, the chai no, wala. Listen, I, I thought it was the only one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, dude. You know the chai wala, right? Yeah, like the, yeah, the, the OG. Yeah. The OG. So, so how do we know that this Olive Cafe is still going to be operating? You're not going to run off into some modeling career. Oh, because I've I've did my modeling career. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, did, I did the backwards. Okay. Right? I did the backwards. Okay. You gotta watch I, out for these chai wallets. Dude, I, yeah. did, I did the backwards thing. So I, I went to the modeling thing first. Didn't really like the scene, and then I was like, all right, let's get serious. Let's do something for the community. True. But, there we um, go. It's a lifestyle, man. I think that um, it like being it brings, handsome. Being handsome is a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. You get up and you, you just look like this every day. You know. Uh, no, dude. It's. Listen, it's uh, I, you don't you can't let those things get to your head half, half the times because like you do, dude, Allah gave you looks, then that that person has better intelligence. You know what I mean? Like there's different things to different people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, a, there's a certain privilege that comes with all of it. Yeah, and it's been it's blessing. Humble, like what am I gonna do with my looks, bro? I'm just making no, a hey, 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 I, I saw you work in the counter over there. Yeah. As, as soon as you and as, as soon <laughs> as you glare up, <laughs> as soon as you glare up, they're like, oh, oh I guess I'll order extra fries. And what size is this? What size this? What size? Listen, listen. That's just uh, my charisma. That's all my talking <laughs> skills. You know what I mean? I didn't look like this, man. You look at my teenagers. Oh, this kid with a unibrow. You look like Zayn Malik. Listen, I had a, <laughs> I had a like a like a uh, Pablo Escobar mustache in fourth grade, and I used to get roasted on, like roasted. Because you know, like, dude, I'm still Daisy, man. I look good, but I'm not. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, like, those Daisy genetics kind of popped in at fourth grade, and they're like, like Pedro mustache over here, and I was like, dude, that's that's Daisy people happening? in general. Like, so many Daisy people, like they glow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like after experiencing all of that stuff where there's body hair coming in earlier than like most people yeah. and then, you know, they're just don't know how to handle uh, it. 
handle it, but then also like hold themselves yeah. in, a, in a confident yeah. way. And then as soon as a little beard comes in, yeah. <laughs> the girls start growing, the, uh, fixing the eyebrows and all that. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's funny now that, you know, we can grow beards full length. Yeah. And, well, know, I still my, can. My, and, and not be <laughs> <laughs> some, some of us not gifted individuals. No, yeah. um, no, like you could grow a beard full length. And I, I actually hated uh, my beard. I like thought like the patchy way was to go. I think your beard is. Wait, I why? like your, your, your patchiness more than I like my beard, Damn. to be honest. Um, and it's because, like, you know, I got made fun of because, like, you know, the whole It's too much privilege. Stuff. You can't be a handsome man, have privilege. a full yeah. beard. You, know? <laughs> you, have, you get you it with the white eyes. That's too much. Dude, I can't have it all. There's a lot um, of Arthur fists right now listening to this <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yo, yeah. this guy better chill out. <laughs> That's cool, though, because, um, you know, there's, there is a lot of, like, these Jai guys out here, you know, especially yeah. in social media and all of that. We see that. But I never saw one um, who has his own cafe in this way and is, like, really passionate about it. Yeah. I saw you first on TikTok when I think, um, you know, COVID started and, yep. and everybody was kind of inside. And I was like, yo, this guy's at a shop just making chai, having, you know, the time of his life. And then, yeah. you know, you come to find out that it's his shop mm. yeah. and he's opening up another one. At first I that. thought, you know, maybe he was an employee or yeah. maybe he was making it at home. But yeah. I was like, oh, this is his own thing. Yeah. How, how does this happen, man? Like, how, how does, uh, how do you go and get two cafes I know there's a lot of work Yo, into it but li listen um, aside from the work like there's yeah. there's nothing I could explain like I couldn't tell you how the hell it happened you know? mm -hmm. it's like it's above me you know what I mean like yeah. you know Allah has a plan for you that's that's all it is and I, and that's what I keep saying like this was not me I couldn't mm -hmm. have thought to drive around this area and see the sign even to you know pursue the the you know company selling it out or whatever yeah. like seeing a lift cafe in in upstate new york is yeah. still surreal it's not it's with not with the pakistani flag hanging yeah no proudly proudly man. Mm -hmm. yeah. you got to represent your roots um take I, us back though like you know yeah dude when i first opened so this is a story i'll uh, i'll explain to you yeah. um i was in my junior year of college mm -hmm. and i was uh doing uh my marketing project i was i think it was my second year of marketing and i was doing mm. a project that you have to write a 50-page uh, analysis on a business that's already running, or you have to r make your own business and like do the steps of finding demographics and analytics mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And so, you know, at, from the jump, like this is before the space of Aleph and Lake George got offered to me. This is before all that. It was just a project that they announced in the syllabus. So I was like, okay, um, like, all right, let me figure something out. Like, I really want to try to do a restaurant on this. You know what I mean? Because my parents own a restaurant, like I already already was in the business, so. Um, so they, was that in America that they already had the yeah yeah they, the they, food business yeah they okay. my dad uh, my dad came through here back in 2002 and started working for halal meat stores. He worked in the back ends of restaurants delivering uh, produce and halal meat and all that. Um, and then uh, he was like, all right, but I can do this. Like, I mean, he was already a chef, like he, a chef. Like he was already a cook. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to, you were always around that. I was, I was raised around it. Like my first time I, like also experiences from my grandmother, you know, back in Pakistan when I was six, like I used to, like everyone went to school. I didn't have school at the time, right? So me and my grandmother would sit on our sofa and like, Peel yeah, peel tomatoes and uh, yeah. aloo and all that. Were stuff. your rookies round back then? Oh, stay round, bro. stay round, <laughs> stay round to those days. You got, um, you got plus one on me then. Yeah. <laughs> These rookies are not round. Yeah, I, heard, I, I heard I make better Kashmiri chai than you too. Oh. Listen, 
I'll let you have it, but as, I don't be putting food coloring in mine. Oh, damn. <laughs> She's roasting me about that. Um, and that's not even true. Like, you're just telling people now for and, no reason. Like, that's not true. It's False. like, how are you yeah. going to have an entire uh, cafe yeah. and be using tea bags for yep. your chai? Facts. Oh, we, all, we also use, like, frozen samosas and everything. Wow. <laughs> don't do that to him. People are listening. Tell yeah. them the truth. No, no, no. We, we make everything by hand. It's all natural. Uh, we don't use, like artificial coloring and all that and y'all he said I, yeah. I asked him about our video and I was like yo you got any tea bags and he's like what did you say yeah and I was like, I was <laughs> like, like some disrespect yeah, like, loose <laughs> but the only yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, yeah going back to that uh, how we got you the got cafe. into it with your grandmother you, so you yeah, early so like, love I mean, there I, like you know you already have that in you and like it's all about business so at the end of the day like if if you're a great cook, it doesn't mean you can run a place. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, that's a whole nother life that you need to understand. Income's and so, marketing. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. So, like, mm-hmm. the, the project that I was doing, you, alhamdulillah, like, my parents got the, this offer uh, that is now Olive. Uh, it was a retail store that wasn't doing too hot. So, they, it was, uh, so we were on a strip of uh, shops, basically, that are right across the lake. And uh, they're all owned by this one big uh, uh, company called, uh, and hotel. They're called Fort William Henry. Shout out to my, my landlords. Um, <laughs> Shout out to yeah. Heck yeah. So, uh, yeah. So they were, uh, I mean, we've been in the community for a while. Like my dad's restaurant's been in the community. And it's a tight community in, in the winter. In the summer, it's busting. Like it, people all around. But in the winter, it's dead. Mm-hmm. So, like, you really get to know people. And, um, yeah, we had uh, someone come up to my dad. Hey, man, we have a space if you want to look at it for, like, a, we really want a South Asian restaurant. Oh, um, oh yeah. they, they wanted it. Oh, are yeah, they, they, they wanted it. Are they South Asian? No, no, no. no. They, they, they were seeing that there was a lot of South Asian traffic buildup. Oh, okay. Uh, That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And so really they awesome came to you guys up. because you already had one present my, in that my, area. Yeah, and we were the only ones at the time that still live. Like, we live in Lake George. We don't just, like, mm-hmm. go there for the money in the summer. It's, like, our community. Mm-hmm. So, but like, the shops there run only through the summer months, right? Yep, and there's, like, people that travel. So, like, there's families that live in Florida, but they come here for the summer to work and then go back down. So, like, you know, again, that's not their regi- residential area. They're, they don't know. I mean, they know people, but they don't, like, they don't consider them as, like, neighbors, mm-hmm. you know? So um, it was a big deal to my parents. Like, hey, they came up to us, and my dad um, and my mom were like, hey, why don't you just join us for the meeting? And I went there. Um, and that's when I knew, like, okay, like, I could, I could make this happen rather than my dad. Because my dad was, like, confused. There's no hood system. There's no kitchen. It's a very small area. And it's meant for retail. It's, like, you know, like, you have, like, shelves and stuff for... There was clothing. no, like, kitchen area in the back. Yeah, yeah nothing. And, and they so, don't even let you have a, like, hood yeah, full it's, Yeah, still to this system. day, we don't, we don't have one. We, like, have to prep majority of our stuff in this restaurant now. Um, so, basically, what happened was that I went to the meeting... Um, my parents uh, were being asked a bunch of questions, like, what would you do? And da, da, da. I didn't, to be honest, I love my dad, uh, by the way, but uh, I, I didn't like his answers because I thought he could come up with something better. And I don't think he really wanted to do it anyway, so he really wasn't trying to. He so, doesn't have the same mentality, the same upbringing experiences yeah, that you might. I mean, it's, dude, it's not even background. that. I think if you're, if you're not, like, into, uh, interested in actually, like, going into a project, you just mm-hmm. wouldn't even care if mm-hmm. you answer the sure, right question. Yeah. So, like... Uh, I think that was his, his mental. He's like, it's not worth it. There's no way I can make it work like that. So and you saw an opportunity. Yeah, and I was like, I was sitting, all right, so again, I, back then I was, I was 20, you know, mm-hmm. so I was a junior in college. You know, you know what I mean? You don't even know who you are at that time. So right. um, we're all sitting, uh, like something like this, a uh, big table, all, uh, oval table, and um, I'm on the side with my parents, like documents and, and, and you know, uh, presentation or whatever. And so I'm like, uh, can I say something? You know what I mean? And they're all like, all the big adult grown-ups in the room started laughing. They're like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, 
And so, yeah, I just started giving them advice because um, there, there was some stuff that I didn't agree with, and they really liked it. They started writing down notes and jotting it down. And then, like, uh, I think the manager came up to my dad and my parents, like, why don't you let this kid handle it? Like, why, why don't you let him get a shot? And my dad was, like, very skeptical. Like, mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, okay, we can try. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. So we, we went to a, into a contract with them. Um, Alif, uh, I went, basically went to the drawing board uh, and took that project very seriously because that, mm-hmm. now it's happening. Now it's, right. it's, it's not a school project no more. It's an actual thing. There's money thing. involved, too. You got a chip on your shoulder. You yeah, got to prove yourself a little bit. Dude, there's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, I took, it, I took it super seriously, and I went and did, like, literally, like, a 50-page paper on Aleph wow. before I started it. Mm. And uh, So you had, like, the whole business plan and everything of yeah. what you would make it. Yeah. But, but also I, this is being put to use Potentially, mm-hmm. 100%. And, and yeah. I think I think that thing was I wouldn't say it made and it made ca- the cafe what it is today, I, but it definitely gave me a pedestal to make it professional. Yeah, mm-hmm. of you course. I mean? A yeah. lot of business students, their end of the year senior project is creating a real business yeah. and you know whatever, and not a lot of them come to fruition. So the fact yeah. that yours it was not only were you able to write it and you know visualize it, but then an opportunity was able to sit in your lap right as soon as that happened yeah. dude, that's amazing dude it's uh it's really just acting upon it and not letting it go like I, i've had a lot of chances like uh, when we first opened the cafe alhamdulillah we did phenomenal like our opening weekend uh was the biggest weekend until this summer uh this summer oh snap. so our opening weekend that weekend was insane we had lines outside the door like going each way from the and your strip. opening weekend was four years ago four years ago and we didn't we didn't we haven't topped those weekend numbers Ever since, but yeah, alhamdulillah, like we would be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. But like, it wasn't as crazy as that. Um, and uh, Did, this, were you this, staffed this for that? I had you know, a funny thing. I actually had all my best friends work for me. Wow. wow. Yeah, I sta- yeah. Were uh, they excited too? Like, yo, Saudi. Oh, dude, they were. They loved it, man. Uh, I, I have one of my best friends still work for me. Uh, work with me, out, uh, as I should say. Um, but yeah, dude, it's it's all like, you know, they needed a summer gig, and I was in it. A position where I could hire, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, dude, it, they all they all still visit, and they're all like part of the original crew. Mm-hmm. Cool. So they're like the ones that started it. You know what I mean? Like, with, you yeah. know, it's, it's fun to see like your boys come together and like help you build yeah. stuff, and like well, it's much more meaningful, you yeah. know, instead of just having somebody work for a place that they yep. don't know. Some seeing it, uh, you know, develop and and over the years just like get better and better and, and yeah. you, you develop a bond with it yourself. Yeah, yeah really dude. Cool. Um, it's, uh, they, they had a blast the year that we're here um, and I wish they could have kept going with it because it would have been awesome having them. Yeah. But, um, you know, they have their own thing going on and, and you know, um, if yeah. I could, you know, they, they come through all the time to support, man. That, that's, that's one so thing awesome. too. You know what, I mean? what, what was the early sort of like struggles? Did you ever feel like there were days where you're just like, man, I have a whole shop, like I can't do this. So the earliest struggle. So I was I was stupid my first year, and I and I tell this to everyone. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't shy away from like my downfalls and stuff. Um, so the biggest like uh, the reason why I'm like how like um, I guess um, how I'm pacing around every single second uh, and I'm busy every two seconds is because my first year I was exactly the opposite. Mm-hmm. You were you know, lazy, dude. I was lazy, and like twenty uh, you know twenty year old, you get what a little bit of change per week. And you think that you're like the man, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you got money. My business is successful, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's like in Lake George, it's a seasonal business. It's not all year round. So you got to understand that after October, you're making zero. Yeah. Because we all shut down. You know what I mean? So um, what happened was I had some. Uh, I actually saved up money for my fall semester going into that year, 
uh, and I invested it into Olive. That's how I got like the down payments and all that stuff. Um, but I knew I had to make it back up to pay for it. So coming around, I was being stupid and taking my friends out and like doing all these things where I'm like, yo, let big me big baller south, big, <laughs> yeah. dude, big baller south. Um, no, big I'm businessman, dude, seriously. Uh, and uh, you go and you do these things and you realize at the end of it, like, bro, where did all the money go? Mm. Yeah. And then, and then you and then you start owing people and then you realize like, oh crap, I didn't pay my employees. Yeah. And and I gotta figure out a way to pay them back. Like that's messed up. And then, um, and then like college came around you know what I mean so I'm like oh god like I have to pay for semester too and so like dude it was hard and uh, that year after that year ended the first season of Lake George ended my first year I had that whole winter about four jobs mm. four jobs together yeah including so, uh, running Aleph Aleph well, was, was, was closed for the season oh right so it was uh, fall through like spring it was closed wow so I had to pay bills and stuff you so know what I mean? school and school, paying back uh, people that I couldn't uh, afford to keep, but I did because I thought that mm. having five people, sorry, having five people would be like a great thing for the business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so you had to do four jobs to pay your employees. Dude, back. I, I backdated uh, uh, my bills and I paid them off. Uh, I think I got, I, I got all my labor paid by end of fall, which they were supposed to get all their money at the end of summer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And, you know, I'm stupid. And again, like I would, I, I told them like, and of course, they were all understanding. It wasn't my best friends. It was on top, the, the employees on top of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I paid everyone that I could, and I'm like, oh, there's two people that need to get paid. Yeah. So they were pretty understanding, you know, shout out to them. But, like, um, that's that fall, I, I paid them off. And then I, I you know, alhamdulillah, had money for uh, semester. Um, but I paid semester at the end of, so, uh, end of the semester, a deadline, yeah, like, yeah, past yeah. the deadline type mm -hmm. stuff. And I worked at um, a, um, there's a, Funny enough, there's a hotel right behind us. Mm -hmm. I worked as their uh, banquet server. So I used to go and like hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, and, yeah. And uh, um, that, I worked at Brooks Brothers as a, like a, like a suit, suit guy. and tailoring mm -hmm. guy. Look, he's getting all this experience. Yeah. yeah. That too. And then um, worked with my dad and then just did like side gigs on the side. So and what did that like whole downfall like teach you, honestly? Dude. Um, and what do you implement to this day? When you see yourself working for other people that much, because of the mistake you made, mm. you think I'm never going back. Yeah. Not doing this again. You know what I mean? Why did you feel like you needed to go to uh, school during all of this? Mm -hmm. Was it a parents thing, or yeah. did you? Dude, have of a course, it's, it's a parents thing. My personal thing, uh, and my mom. You know, me and my mom argue about this all the time. But I don't think you need college. That's mm. my personal thing. It depends on what you're doing, but I don't think you need college, uh, especially at this this economy. I think at this era, um, and my mom. Highly is an educated woman. She's a doctor in Pakistan Ooh. and all that. Yeah, so mm -hmm. she's the first doctor in the family, uh, and being a woman herself, like she's she's made some uh, barriers. Put importance and, on it, yeah. dude. Yeah, and, and it's it's super important for her. So, you know, when they came to America, they came nothing for for not the restaurant, for not like their careers. They came for us. They came for our education. So and here it, you are. Oh yeah, humble, mm -hmm. dude. Like you don't need college, mom. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You need college. A lot of people, I feel like, in your position would have been like, oh, like college is too much. I have this business going. Let me focus on this. Let me just work, and it's done. And I've seen it happen so many times. And you know, that's their route. No heat. But the fact that you were able to make it through, were you able to graduate? Dude, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, I ended up graduating. Um, I think a semester late, but mm -hmm. other than that, yeah, humble. Like. Um, the only thing and was... And you went to college full-time during all of this. Yeah, so, I mean, 
alhamdulillah, like, like it's a seasonal business. The so summers, I'm, I was off anyways. Mm-hmm. And then the winters, like, it would be perfect. I'd just go back to school and live, like, a normal student life without having to worry about, like, having to work. Mm-hmm. Um, my last year uh, before I graduated, the year after, um, my downfall year, as I say, um, was a very, very chilly year for me. Like, the winter was a breeze. Like, I, I could have gone on vacation, but, I, of course, yeah, at school, so, like, I would just have a regular go to school, chill, go home type lifestyle. That also got to me because like when you're when you're bustling every single second mm-hmm. in the summer, that that's a lifestyle change. It's not it like is. a thing where you can just turn it off. You know what I mean? We were saying like uh, we kept making jokes this whole uh, trip because it seems like an indie movie mm-hmm. where it's just like yeah. oh I gotta go to Lake George for the summer. I gotta work and you know pay this and that and yeah. you're like the perfect. Uh, lead for that like the, oh, the, the, the handsome yeah. dude who's like who's got all the stuff going and yeah. he's gotta like run this Yo, you, thing you, you bought me down to Bimby. Bollywood Bollywood level <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Hollywood yeah Hollywood, okay. indie Hollywood film indie yeah. oh there's an Indian I was like that's crazy yeah no, no, not Indian yeah it really is honestly I think about it a lot I'm like I'm like dude Later down the road, if I ever get into like filmmaking, all mm-hmm. that, I'm about to make like a whole like movie on on what just our life is. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so, what did you? Uh, I have a particular like interest simply because my family's in the restaurant industry. But like, who did you turn to when you were like, I need, I want this, and I want this. How do I make it happen? Like, did you just spend a lot? Like, what did you do? Uh, as far as like uh, like layout and and systematically getting the restaurant set. I basically, uh, shot, I mean, again, my dad, I love my dad, uh, but there's a lot of things that I didn't agree with with mm-hmm. my dad as far as he ran the business. And I just did the things that I felt that were right. Mm-hmm. I felt, you yeah. know, like I, I worked a lot of jobs and I've been in the back of other kitchens too. So I just mimicked. And so you can see like where they failed or maybe they didn't yeah. do as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, I mean, to, still to this day, you know what I mean? My mm-hmm. dad um, has recently changed his systematic uh, works in the kitchen only because he sees that I yeah. can pull it off. It worked. Wow. Yeah. 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 Because it works. Yeah. Well, like, what about like ingredients and stuff too? Because did you see, th- you're saying that there wasn't a lot of South Asian businesses around. Mm-hmm. This model didn't exist for you. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all like uh, trials and error, to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. I, especially the chai bar stuff. That's all me staying there hella late at night and just wrecking like 30 cups of chai and not having mm-hmm. it be good. And then that one cup turned out to be great and then you know you note that process of like how the hell did I make that yeah and then that just becomes a staple like that goes on the board that's that's our thing now you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um and you know you're also put in positions where you don't have any uh, any other option uh, other than to figure it out you know what I mean Mm -hmm. if it hasn't been done doesn't mean it can't be you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and with like you know your menus and stuff like that there is a mixture of kind of like uh you know people who are more used to western standards that can really adapt and understand and enjoy yeah. your type of food. Like so they don't understand karak chai and like yeah. all that stuff, but you make it easy. Like yeah. the menu is like really Dude, cool. Dude, um, yeah. that's one thing that um, my dad gave me the advice on. Um, he was like, the, he didn't want me to name it Aleph when I first uh, named it. He's like, who's gonna recognize Aleph? Mm. Who's gonna know keep it more generic is? and appealing? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he goes like. Uh, Dude, I was like that. Like, you know, I remember the day uh, we were uh, about to sign off on the, like, the legal papers. So that legally is your name mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like my dad was like, till the day I had to send it in, he goes like, dude, just change it, bro. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Why'd you decide on Aleph? Yeah. I, I, I love Aleph, man. That, I think that the Aleph gave me a brand rather than just a name. You know what I mean? I think but it how'd has you a- come across the letter Aleph? 
I'm I, across. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to be like, oh, let me name it a cafe. Like, when you were like why? Like, what is, well, what I mean, is it important to you? Dude, it's, uh, it's religious, the religious meaning behind it. Plus that it's, uh, I just love the, the meaning of Aleph in general. And I've always stood by it. Like, I was like, all right, like, um, you know, for us, it's new beginnings. Like, it starts somewhere. And again, dude, you guys have all the theory. And, yeah. I, and we, we connect on that level. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, you got to start somewhere and, and, and now and here. You know what I mean? Uh, we were just talking about that yesterday, too. Yeah. Um, but it really is just that new beginning and, and doing something that, I, for me, hasn't been done. And that word, in general, will catch the eye of people that know what it means. You know what I mean? Um, when you walk down the road, I don't want to have like a hard name in Urdu that is hard to pronounce. Like, uh, like, dude, I don't even know what to come Lahori up with. Lahori Cafe or something. Dude, like Daba or something Daba. like that. Bro, like, it's, it's, it's not like that's bad, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm yeah. saying that it's, it's um, I'm not trying to sell my culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to sell like the experience of like what it is like to be a Pakistani American mm. uh, raised here and all the all the good and bad things that come with it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's, That's so important that you say yeah. to be a Pakistani American and not mm. just Pakistani. Yeah. Because that that is your experience. Yeah. 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 And that's exactly like, you know, the things that we uh, have come to understand as well mm-hmm. and, and you know like uh, really go down Yeah, dude, way. I don't think you should shy away from calling yourself an American. I think that um, there's a different meaning to being an American. It's not just like, you know, my granddad came here and he grew up here. It's like, it's really just... Fought in the war. Dude, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's really your experience and that is something that no one can take away from you. Mm-hmm. And if you spent your years here, you grew up here, your youth was here, blah, blah, blah. You're an American. Yeah, Sorry. and just being happy about it, being proud of it. There's so yeah. many beauties to it rather than like what, you know, other people have kind of like made an idea of uh, singling out and discriminating yeah. against. And like, if your experience is a beautiful thing and, and yeah. you love this country, then you should be just as proud 100% um, um, dude and also like it goes back and forth like you could you know uh, really figure out like uh, the bad things you know uh, that are in this society and then the bad things are on the other side you know yeah, I mean? like yeah, in yeah. Pakistan like you can you could sit there and like really see it uh, and you can't really see it if you're all centered in one area and just like oh, I'm just American or yeah, I'm just yeah. Pakistani you well, know what I mean I want to ask you because like when we um, uh, when you came over uh, our place the other day you were very supportive of us wanting to collaborate with you. Mm-hmm. And you had said that, you know, whenever there's like Pakistanis doing great things and representing our country in this way, like you want to help and support that project. Yep. Where did your love from your roots, uh, for your roots come from? Like, why are you so proud to be Pakistani? Dude, it's, uh, um, I was about to get emotional. <laughs> so, no, it's really just my, my granddad, really. Um, um, my granddad uh, kind of, um, you know, our grandparents come from an area where they're the first generation Pakistanis or they're, they're the ones that built it. Yeah, you like know what I mean? from, from the split. From the split, yeah. yeah. And my granddad fought in wars. Uh, he has a, uh, like, such big, big love for his country. Dude, you can relate to the Americans that say mm-hmm. that then. Yeah, I know, no, I could. I, I could, and, and that's... My grandfather too. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, my, my grandfather also fought against, like, things that he didn't seem that were right in the country. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? His whole life. Like, he so he wasn't for, a chef. No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, but he, yo, he did whip up some good chai, bro. Okay, I remember good. every morning he used to wake us up for school, right? So, uh, and uh, we went to a school that isn't existent anymore. I heard, but it's called Roots Montessori, and oh, it's a private yeah. school. Is that in Barrytown? Uh, I don't know. I, I I was too little to remember where it was, but um, yeah, that's in Roots Montessori. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a thing anymore, but it yeah. was uh, it was my my school in Pakistan, and he he was a military man, so he you know he woke up at five a.m on the dot 
And mm -hmm. so like that, that's when his day started. He's what he um, basically um, used to get up, get us up. Uh, he's the one that taught me how to tie my shoes and like go to the kitchen, make chai for, uh, you know, my grandma and him and make uh, like, you know, the Savanya? Yeah. Dude, Savanya in the morning. You know what I mean? Just we to get me back. Savia. Yeah, yeah, Savia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, dude, it was uh, it was one of those things where like I learned everything from him, and I recently um, got to see him. Uh, he came by, uh, by I think a year prior to COVID, and um, he was he was 92, 91 at, at the time, and so like he had a he had a whole thing with dementia, so he was kind of late in the stage of it. So there was a lot of things that he couldn't remember, and he was just in the moment with right. you. You know what I mean? But you still had great conversations, mm -hmm. and um, but prior to that, like he was like. He would be so proud if he saw that stuff, you know, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's, so it's one of those things where it's just to pay homage to my, my grandfather. The, yeah. the only thing I can do is continue his legacy into representing the culture that, that I'm from. Because I'm not ashamed of it at all, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's good and bad things in any society, any culture, and you can't shy away from who you are. No, that's beautiful. Yeah. Just, I think a lot of people, you know, just remember something from their childhood and these fond mm -hmm. memories and continuing on to that feeling and that legacy of like, yeah, like that was a that was a great time, and, and these are special people, and this is where I'm from. Yeah. yeah, just recognizing that I think like you know that's beautiful that you're able to then basically like pass the torch and, yeah. and give other people great memories and connections. Um, it's it's in loving memory, dude. Of it's your it, and it's uh, one thing that I I saw that it was missing that uh, in um, I guess America I have I don't know about Pakistan but um, there's there's a lack of like unity in our community. Mm -hmm. Like we don't have a great strong tight community like that hmm. like we don't I, I don't know maybe it's because in the area I'm in I don't see it a lot but there are patches in, in America that I've kind of felt the vibe that everyone's nice to each other but it's like you know uh, I have family friends that are like Turkish and stuff and Bosnians and all that yeah. dude when someone comes from like Bosnia or Turkey um, they they take them in they literally mm -hmm. take them in like mm -hmm. Not like, oh, because they have to. They want to. They yeah. they get them set up. They get them a house. When you come here, like, I don't know. You don't feel like that happens with Pakistanis? Dude, or where some you're Pakistanis from here, Pakistani? Dude, some Pakistani here can't even get their brothers and sisters to do that for them. Like, mm. you know what I mean? It's, it's rough out here. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's a mix of experiences. Yeah. I, think, I think there's some people that definitely assimilate and, and want to help themselves before they try to help others. Mm -hmm. And then there are still people like yourself who carry on something that is very prominent in our culture, which is hospitality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think Huge. that's among anything, like if you go to meet another person who shares that cultural background with you, that's one of the first things that they will get offended if they do not take care of you. Yeah. And, yeah. you yeah. know. And that's, and that's back home too. Like uh, there's, I mean, there's well, especially back home. Yeah. There's families that do that. Um, again, it's probably just because of the region I'm in. I haven't seen it in a lot, but like, um, it's one of those things where uh, hospitality was a huge thing back home. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, you go to someone's yeah. house and you either you don't bring anything. or I you, think it's you know. like built into yeah. our culture. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's just like you have to take care of people. And that's one thing that I, I kind of missed out here. So I wanted to bring that back. I was like, dude, I don't care like where you're, where you're from. Like if you're Pakistani, you don't have to be Muslim. You don't have to be, you know, you can mm -hmm. be of any type of Pakistani, but you are Pakistani. Yeah, I'll take care of you. That's Don't awesome. Worry. Yeah, yeah. I, mean? I think I think the disconnect sometimes is that we were just talking about this the other day, where when our families come from Pakistan, they're visiting. Um, it's really hard for us living in America to stop everything we're doing mm -hmm. because in this country we're basically like you're always working, you always mm -hmm. have something that you're supposed to be doing. When you go over there, a lot of times like everyone like 
they'll stop what they're doing. Yeah, they can stop to their cater work. to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And and because that's like the kind of norm and and the standard and understanding yeah. that people have amongst each other. Yeah. And so I think that that kind of like disconnect is it's awkward because it's like ah mm-hmm. oh, man like you want to provide so much and you know then. I think the people that grow up here as Pakistani Americans, they don't know which way to go. Yeah. Do I, you know, pay for other people's meals? Yeah, yeah. Do I yeah. bring them into my house, or is it like a, a known thing that okay in America we don't operate yeah. this way? Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, also oh sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah. Like I think that the sometimes the situation that we've seen, especially as we get older, we see our families take care of them too. You're like, am I well off enough to do this mm-hmm. or whatever? But the reality is, is that whether you're well off or not, you're always taking care of someone. Yeah, if it's, yeah. you have $2, you're going to give the $2 to the person who needs it. I mean, it, it all comes down to the person, too. I think if you're just, like, that human being that just genuinely feels joy taking care of someone. And, you know, again, uh, it's a little too money-oriented, this society, I feel like. Yeah, you know what I mean? Of course. And mm-hmm. it's becoming one of those things where, like, oh, like, you know, uh, even here I've seen a lot of people, like, you know, not worry about taking their par- care of their parents and just living their life right now and doing mm-hmm. their thing. But um, for me, it's it's not about like the money, whatever whatever I make. It's literally just taking care of my family yeah. and whoever I can take care of. You know, like it's it's one of those things where, you know, my grandfather was like that. You know, you dude, if you came uh, and you're like a, a guest, you're a guest. You don't mm-hmm. touch anything. Yeah. You you sit and we like you know. You know, massage his shoulders for you if you want. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's it, and and that that's one big thing, man. And he was huge on that. And um, like dressing clean. If he saw me wearing ripped pants right now, he would roast me. Yeah, um, right. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, he would be like, you know, iron press shavar kameez with the waistcoat yeah. on, pakol on top. Composed. You know what I mean? Yes. That man, that man was uh, was uh, like one of those staples for me to like yeah. be that standard. Speaking of discipline too, I know earlier on you did taekwondo. Yep. And we talked about how, you know, those uh, martial arts and those kind of sports really, um, you know, form. P- put form discipline within maybe you, your lifestyle, um, your work. Yep. Um, have you seen that a lot? Dude, I have. Um, and that all stems from uh, my master, uh, Master Young. Uh, he is the reason why I have such a hard work ethic. Um, and I do it. Uh, and my mentality is uh, everything I do it has to be at the top level. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I can't, um, you know, I can't uh, lie to people about things. I can't try to be scheming people around here just because mm-hmm. I'm at the uh, uh, in a position where I could. You know what I mean? I there's a lot of restaurants um, that I, I specifically know that will tell you, hey, like we have uh, uh, authentic food and this and that, but they're doing the same stuff back where like, uh, uh, you know. They're high end, but they're 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 looking at like Sean masalas and, and mm. frozen yeah. samosas and stuff like the that. Pre-made things, yeah, frozen like, things. And trying to increase their profits. Just, just and because it's numbers to them, you know what yeah. I mean? For me it's not like that. It's because of Mashion, dude. Um he has instilled in me a thing where like you don't do it the best, don't even touch it. Don't even do it. And if you don't have the discipline to um, you know, uh, sacrifice, I guess, your leisure time and, and really focus on what's important. Um, then you shouldn't be doing it regardless. Mm-hmm. So it, it came from that because I spent a lot of years in martial arts, man. I that would that was my first love, like of what I wanted to do in life. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a fight choreographer, so wow. that was why. For I, like movies and stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I like I had a little bit of uh, experience doing it down in the city, but like mm-hmm. um, 
I've really liked doing it, and I still do. It's not, it's not, it's not like it's dead. You know. Yeah, we see you beating up the bag here and there. Yeah, uh, I do on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, there's a dojo in the back. Like, <laughs> dead ass. That's what it is. It, I'm not even kidding, dude. There's a there's a a, a beautiful family that owns the uh, the karate studio back there. And um, <clears throat> shout out to Chris, my guy. Um, so um, he comes in with his daughters uh, and his family and gets ice cream. And I was just talking about like doing taekwondo. I'm like, dude, do you mind if I just use your studio? Dude, he gave me the keys. And he was like, here, Ooh. just come through anytime. <gasps> and so I go, I go, literally, I close the cafe down, um, you know, do my cleanup. If I have to make TikTok, I go make TikTok. And then I'm in the studio at like 5 a.m. in the morning, just bagging it up. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's how he gets the meat and everything prepared in the back. 100%. It's so tender. It hangs it up. The, the beef yeah. kebab is so tender. It's because of that. Yeah. Fruit ninja. Like, Jeez. Doing yeah. this thing back there. Yeah, um, dude. So, yeah. Yeah, like that discipline, that honor, all of that stuff. It's yeah. so important. Uh, we talk about this all the time about like, you know, how the, those uh, things are forever life lessons in anything that you do. Mm -hmm. I think, and, I think yeah. when you start at a very young age, um, that's a very good thing to like get into you because mm -hmm. then it doesn't matter what you do. You know, if you have that like mentality since you're a teenager, then it really doesn't matter if you go to college, you don't go to college, that mm -hmm. just mentality will make your life. Yeah. And that's very important for, I, I would recommend, you know, doing martial arts, any type of martial arts to any kid, and especially if they have a great mentor, then, you know, yeah. better for it. Mm -hmm. and, and with the honor, you know, you uh, speak about your family's honor a lot and, and, wh and why, you know, it's important for you to take care of your family, all of that. You started off at, you know, the Olive Cafe in uh, the Lake George area and then now we have this beautiful yes. uh, place that we're sitting in right now yes. um, that is another extension of that that is year-round, right? Yes, year-round, yeah. This one, um, this baby's year-round. She's going to be um, basically the headquarters of the whole operation. Yes. Um, this is a huge space and we wanted to do something big like this for us to train so we can bring it down to the city. I know a lot of people want us to go to the city. Mm -hmm. My goal later down in life, I don't know if it's going to happen when I'm in my 20s or not, but I want to get a mission star. I don't think there's a chef that is Pakistanis has done it. Um, there's a lot of Indian restaurants that have it, but there's no Pakistani restaurant. I think there's one in China, but not in the, in the States. That's incredible. No, so like, yeah, that, that has that a Michelin, Michelin star. Mm. It's like a, uh, basically like the uh, standard of reviewing of uh, uh, restaurants. Wow. So yeah. you could get like one. Uh, if you get one, you have to uphold it. So you, you know, if you get the star, it could be taken away. Mm. So if you don't uphold that standard, yeah. it, you know, the next year, some, uh, you know, we just had a reviewer come in from one of the uh, yeah. news outlets here and give us a good review. But, uh, you know, imagine, great, I get the star, but you have to uphold that mm, every yeah. single yeah. year. And then, you know. And you, she was hidden too, right? When she wrote the review, you had no idea. Dude, alhamdulillah. I've, I've heard that she's a very tough critic too. So for her to come through and like, actually not just one location, she went to both locations oh. and took pictures and things. And they don't like tell you like, hey, we're here to review. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Like secret. No, no, like, you know, all those movies where it's just like the snobby, like critic yeah. who's coming yeah. in yeah. And, and the poor chef in the back. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, like, all the employees know perfect. they're like, oh my god, the uh, reviewers here. Yeah, it's yeah. like ratatouille. Yeah, like, yeah, we, we got a picture of in the back now. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, those are the best movies. Yeah. We're gonna make your movie when when we when Inshallah. you like a like animated ratatouille action. I mean, I kind of feel like that speaks to your authenticity too. It's not like you only made a specific good meal just for her. Like it was good all around. And something that I really noticed yesterday while we were filming was that there was you have these masala fries. Yeah. And I was like, okay, where where do you get this masala for your fries? Because this is the best masala fries I've ever had. Yeah. And um, they mentioned that one of the ingredients in it, you had to like go seeking for it. Yeah. And that like you 
personally buy the seasons, grind them, mix the masalas up, and then like basically you are Sean Masala mixing yes, up your own. I, I own have- I've Mixture. made, sold I've made my own, yeah, sold masala. That's what we're gonna. <laughs> like you do. care about like the details, yeah, of dude, the taste. Listen, it's. Um, I think as a chef, it's a it's a characteristics thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate when food isn't the same. Mm-hmm. I appreciate if I go to a Desi restaurant, one chef's food is not the same as the other chef. Mm-hmm. I really look forward to that, um, and it's because like, dude, we're in, we're we're not perfect. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, it's, also like, what's your style? Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing to it? Like, yeah, dude, it's 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 characteristics too. Like, you know what uh, spices that I. Uh, taste and it feels good to me mm-hmm. um, and what I think that tastes good mm-hmm. may not be something that you know another chef thinks that he, maybe he thinks better you know, whatever it is but like it's the imperfection in food that I look for I think people like you think that you know chefs need to have a plate looking super perfect yeah. needs to be two centimeters from that thing you know I think that um, you know there's a the leaf ta- there's a yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a, a little swizzle of yeah a little a little <laughs> gold flake yeah, yeah. yeah. dude I, a I yellow sauce literally dude it, I don't think there's a for me that's not my thing I think imperfection yeah. is my thing I think yeah. I mentioned earlier that you have a Baksani flag hanging in yeah. both restaurants yeah. um, again it was mentioned that the coffee beans that you use here were sourced from Pakistan so they're sourced from South Asia I think how do you go from w- Pakistan to Pakistan 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 you say <laughs> the Pakistan flag and you go. Yeah. Did I switch it? Yeah, you yeah. Can, we, can we switch the language? <laughs> I have no, I have no idea. What Pakistani Americans, everybody. Yeah, Pakistan, yeah right. there we go. Uh, so, Coffee yeah, no, it's from Pakistan. Yeah. yeah. So, so you have what, what is this? So like, this, it's called. And how'd you find it? So it's it's called monsoon Malabar. There's there's two types uh, that you can get. They're off the coast of Malabar, so 90 percent we're gonna find is Indian. Okay. Um, but we have found uh, a source that. Uh, Distributes them from Pakistan. Wow! So they're so they're uh, gr- they're grown, grown in India, India, but they're okay. they're roasted and dried in Pakistan. Okay. Nice. So there's a, a different in climate, and I think that the ones we get, um, I mean, I don't think there's a huge difference because I had both and I tried mm-hmm. both. So it's not like it's a huge characteristic difference, yeah. but it's just like the fact that we have. Pakistani yeah. coffee, mm-hmm. in a sense, and that, is yeah. that why you went for it? You're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if it was if it was a huge difference, and if it and if the Pakistani coffee wasn't as good, I wouldn't have taken it. I would have just, just said it's Indian. But yeah. like a lot of people would be like, okay, let me just like go to the like U.S. foods yeah. uh, truck, foods. Who, whatever they yeah. have. Drop no, that's off not some as badass beans. as this. Dude. Yeah. This Chefs is, are so badass. This yeah. is um, like I have to what was the to process Pakistan of like, to get this bean? Yeah, <laughs> what was the process of finding it? Like, how do you research dude, and find like Pakistani coffee yeah. beans? Right. Like that's. The That's authentic, beans. dude. We uh, we just go out and uh, do our best to find a different vendor every time. And if they, that vendor has connections to another person, you know what I mean. That's mm-hmm. the best thing. You know, we have random people calling us now at the cafe and just be like, "Hey, dude, uh, we like uh, handpick mushrooms from the area around here. Would you like some?" And I'm like, oh, "Okay, bring it by. We'll see." You yeah. know what I mean? So like, we test different produce from this area. That's so cool. Yeah, and things yeah. like that, just because we want to keep it fresh for this area. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. If, like, And again, this resonates to like food in Pakistan, bro. Like, you go down in the street, street food's huge for me uh, because that's like the origin of all restaurants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Street food. And, you know, you go down there and they don't have like a guy that uh, sells like, I don't know, tomatoes or vegetables on the side that's going to like a, a Cisco and grabbing potatoes and tomatoes and putting them on a cart and just, mm. oh, alu lelo or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's getting it from a farm, maybe from his village, mm-hmm. 90% yeah. of the time. Yeah. You know, whether it's clean or not, whether it, I like, again, it's all about imperfection for me. I, I, I appreciate that. Mm. So um, that's where it all stems from. Like, that's a, that's a great thing that connects me back to back home is having um, local produce. 
uh, because that's how we do it. I think the best meals are made when you have local produce. That's yeah. so fire because you're because you're still paying homage to your culture, but then also, uh, you know, helping out your own local community yeah. in yeah. that way. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, dude, it's uh, it's one of those things where uh, a really like amazing kitchen. Uh, that's what they practice: like mm. local ingredients, non-processed, mm -hmm. um, yeah. uh, and uh, make. If you make your spices, that's. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love the chef, bro. This is so cool. Yeah. Um, also, you you being the chef at, you know, uh, these places, uh, you work with your siblings. Yeah. So yeah. Your, your brother and sister, yeah. we met them. They're awesome people. Yep. Yes. And I want to know, like, you know, all, all siblings go back and forth, battle it <laughs> out, all that at home, right? Yeah. But then they got to come in. Yeah. And now Saud... <laughs> Is the boss. Yeah. What's that dynamic like? Dude, it's not a dynamic, man. I told you, I get roasted around my family all the time. It doesn't matter where it is. You know what I mean? oh, so it's, no matter how big you make it, it's just like, yo, shut up, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, I mean, no, they're, they're sweethearts, man. Uh, my sister is like the biggest sweetheart you'll ever meet. Yes, uh, she literally just gave you, gifted you yeah. a new set of Butch, cutboards, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yesterday, because oh, yeah. she wanted like to use them for the video. And she, yeah. and she ruined her surprise just to make sure it worked for the video. <laughs> I know. That was so sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so, and so like, uh, it's one of those things where she's just a sweetheart. Um, I got to keep that in mind too. Like, my, my siblings are my siblings. At the end of the day, I'm not going to treat them like my staff. It, mm. it, my heart just doesn't do it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, Perfect example. I had a. We have a list on uh, in the back of the uh, the kitchen that has every employee's. Um, uh, or I shouldn't say employees. We don't say employees here. But uh, every team member's um, um, like tasked for the day. So uh, let's say if I needed you know the mopping done by night, I, I assign it to a specific person and I equal out the. It's like chores. Let me basically. guess. Mm -hmm. Your little brother gets something like that, and you're like, no, 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 no. Literally, I, literally I came back. Uh, I came <laughs> not back to, my to baby not the bathroom. <laughs> dude, he yeah. he had all the tables up and he was doing the mopping. He got to here, like from the door to here, where we're sitting. Yeah. And I took it from him. I'm like, dude, just go somewhere, just go Aww. somewhere else. I'm like, I can't, I can't watch you do this, man. I'm sorry. Aww. That is such a brotherly thing. Yeah. That's such like a um, just a family thing in general. I know that like any odd jobs like my siblings and I have worked, it would kill my parents that like, you have to clean the bathrooms, you have to yeah. do this and that. Yep. And yeah, you have that same instinct. Dude, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I just can't, I try. I try to teach, like treat them like actual like uh, team members, um, but I, I can't. Uh, it, my heart won't let me do it, you know what I mean? I and um, it's one of those things where um, I'm also like in a position right now that, um, you know, my sister's older than me uh, by a year, and also it's six years younger than me. And so, um, I'm technically, I'm not technically the oldest, but like I am looked at as the oldest sibling. Like, like they, the oldest, like man of the house type of thing. Yeah, yeah which I, I mean, it's not really a thing where I'm like, oh, I'm the man of the house. They yeah. just like treat me like that for some mm -hmm. reason. Because like, I guess for them, it's like, oh, he has this stuff figured out. Mm -hmm. We can rely on him for good yeah. advice and stuff. Yeah, which it's responsibility. And which, well. which goes both ways. I mean, I go to my sister for advice. I go yeah, to also yeah. for advice for stuff. Um, but, you know, right now, one big thing for me is to teach them financial stability. You know what I mean? That's I talk, huge. I yeah. talked to my sister about this recently. Like, you know, um, she didn't, she doesn't know anything too much about credit. Mm -hmm. She doesn't, also doesn't know anything about that stuff. And I'm like, yo, listen, this mm -hmm. is how you get your start. You need to start it this way. You know, go get this, go get this done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, one thing for me is, you know, what, whether we have ups and downs in our relationship, I just want them and whatever, wherever they are in life, I just want them to be safe financially. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, yeah. so don't have to worry yeah. about anything as far as like money. You know, because yeah. it's, a, it's a big deal sometimes. That's financial responsibility. How about social responsibility? You're a nice big uh, up-and-coming TikTok star over here. Um, <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's how we found you. Yeah. You got a lot of people following you online. Like, what do you make of that uh, part of your life versus like, you know, doing the restaurant stuff? Yeah, I'm Some still, people I'm, see it as like, 
there's a lot of gimmicky people out there. Yeah. It's like, yo, yep. is this dude really like a chef or whatever? Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, I'm still getting used to it, to be honest. Um, I mean, I'm probably never going to get used to it at this rate, but um, people come from all over the place, man. And it's one of those things where it's different. I feel like so, uh, not a lot of TikTokers have this outlet where people can literally just come up to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and you have like a physical place. Like literally yeah. yesterday at 2 a.m., yeah. there's people walking through the door and yeah. they open it. They're like, oh, is this from TikTok? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's insane. Yeah, like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Dude, it, was, it was hilarious. And, uh, and it happens quite a bit now. And uh, I, I have stopped posting a lot because of the work that I've been doing this summer. Just It's been hectic. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. guys see my schedule these days. Yeah. Well, I love that it's work first. Yeah. It, dude, if work wasn't here, then TikTok would never be here. Even yeah. when we were here waiting for you to come by, um, what I really respect about you is that you wanted to take care of your customers before doing this for yourself. 100%. Yeah. And like that's that's just that just says everything that needs my, to be My guests that come through and want to try our food are above anything else. Again, they're mm. guests. Yeah. And with the hospitality yeah. wow. of Pakistan, you know what I mean? That's what it circles back to is, yeah. is them before everybody else. And we're, if they're not here, uh, then we aren't. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a respect thing. Um, and I don't put myself, um, I think my mentality is I put myself last. I take care of my family first. I take care of the people that I love the most first. And then if there's a little bit of sod left to yeah. take care of sod, he does it. You so know? How, how do you balance that with the, making the TikToks? and working? Dude, uh, right now the balance is bad. Mm-hmm. So I've, again, I haven't been posting a lot because it has been such a rough work schedule for me that, dude, I have Nihari. Like I really want to make Nihari for the next video. Well, little teaser. I'm trying to make Nihari for the next video, bro. It takes six hours, right? Wow. Like a proper Nihari takes six hours yeah, like without chana masala and all that. Slowly cooking it and all that. Dude, where the hell am I going to find t- time six hours? Like, a crock pot. <laughs> crock pot? Are you, are you trying to get me canceled? My girl, dude? <laughs> you know how many hate comments I'm going to get underneath the oh comment, my bro? Gosh. I mean... So, like, do you enjoy making the content? But, like, do you do it as making content or as a marketing thing? Um, I in, well, um, it came as a marketing thing. I'll be honest. It wasn't a thing where I had a personal TikTok before all this. It wasn't doing too hot. I still have it. It's like a different account. It's Ooh. like it's like private. But like uh, <laughs> you know, it wasn't doing hot at all. It was just a bunch of videos of me and my granddad. It was it was okay. a little Aww. you know. Aww. And uh, so I cute. thought it was gonna be like you like shirtless Half in the boy, mirror like yeah. yeah dude, no no no. It was it was it was like. It was literally just like going on road trips and like, you know, doing those like That's cute so little... That's so sweet. Wait, this reminds me of... She- Have you seen Chef? No. Oh, you got to watch Chef. Wait, the uh, movie with uh, the dude that directed Iron Man? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen like the first intro of it, uh, but I haven't really seen it. It's like movie. your TikToks are a combination of, uh, of what he did, which is he would make genuine... Uh, authentic moments with his father who has a food truck yeah. and it supplied marketing for the food truck. People came and, and wanted to eat at that. Yeah. And so like that's a genuine, like you don't, like you were saying, you know, I'm not going to lie about it, but like that's, I think people find beauty in that. Like yeah. Dude, nobody it, would have a problem listen, with that. The, the, the thing is, yeah, it was meant for marketing to be honest, but it was, uh, it was, on, it was only because I love doing it. The only yeah. reason why I named myself mm-hmm. Chai Guy because I knew I was going to make Chai every day. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like you, ch- like, you know, we're like, oh, I have this clout. Let me make a cafe, which wouldn't be bad. But mm-hmm. you've had this cafe. It's been running. Yep. You care about the business. It was way before TikTok ever came around. Yep. Like, let me share and showcase what, what we do here. Dude, it, I still remember the day I, I posted this, like, uh, I think it was almond milk masala chai. It was iced or something. And I just did, like, a, I did an intro to it. And I was like, dude, how would a TikToker do this? Like, how would, like, a person? Yeah. I was just going down the list. Of, like, okay, that's how, like, they do star dances and stuff. And so I just like came in with like the double peace sign hit, and then the Famous music. Famous signs done. Yeah, and then the Punjabi music started, bro. And then I started doing the whole process of making it, and literally like, it was like, 
the first 10,000, you're like, whoa, like yeah. 10,000 <laughs> 10, people, bro, what? Yeah. And then he goes to like 30, and you're like, what? Although like, the next morning you wake up, it's like literally 100,000, and you're like, mom, look, it's 100,000 people watching the video. And your mom's like, oh, hi, meet up with John. You know what I mean? That's so cool. You know what, I mean? so, what, what do your parents, uh, you know, think of everything and, and where you're at now? And especially, you know, you, you mentioned that like your par- your family like struggled, like many immigrants coming up, like where are you guys at? Uh, you know, at now, my, as far as my like parents being are so, so proud of what I got going on. That's it's, awesome. it's, it's sure. incredible. That's awesome. and, and it's good to have an amazing support system like that. Like, um, you know, my mom really didn't want me to go in the restaurant business because she's seen my dad work through it. Sure. So it's one of those things where um, she was like, all right, that's not my son. Uh, he's not going to do it. And I was into Taekwondo anyway. So she was like, yeah, just go do something else. Don't come <laughs> here. And then uh, when I ever showed display of like, uh, interest in anything food related she'd be like okay but don't do restaurant stuff and even now when she sees me running around dude I leave my house and in the morning when mom's asleep I don't come back until she's asleep wow. so I don't get to see her a lot um. and like there's sometimes I try to spend with her like recently I know I take a couple of days off just to spend with my family and whatever but my dad and my mom are just at this age where I want them to retire and I mm. want them to know that I got the fam don't worry about anything yeah. just go yeah. do your thing you know what mm-hmm. I mean um, so um whether that happens at all, because my dad's a workaholic, mm-hmm. so um, I don't know. But maybe, maybe trying to see if I can get him to take like a month off at least, mm. you yeah. know, and just like take the family out after the season's over. And I, yeah, I told my staff, uh, uh, my my team here, that um, you know when October comes and we have to close the place down, I'm gone for a month. I'm mm. like, y'all, y'all can handle it. All yeah. right, let me. I'm gonna take care of my family because we went through hell this year, and we. St- I mean, we are still. The season's not over yet, but it's like the lack of um, help and labor in, in, in all restaurant uh, and I mean anywhere uh, is, is pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, like nobody wants to work and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone wa- everybody wants to eat, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, everyone yeah. wants to go out. And, and that's great. Like, alhamdulillah, the, the business is amazing, but it... it it's restaurant work. business is hard. It, yes. it takes a physical yes. physical toll on you. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people say, you know, like, they'll hire people only if they've had experience in the restaurant business just yeah. because of, like, that mm. sort of, like that hustle that you have to have. Yeah. And oh, sometimes yeah. you like don't want your family to be involved in things. Um, but witnessing what my dad has had for the last 30 some years, you're like, there always has to be a family member involved. You're like, okay, I could just have everything running and you know, we can all take a step away. We'll have the employees running. No, mm-hmm. like you have to have a family member involved. Otherwise it just, nobody's going to have the passion and care for what you've curated like you and your family. will. Well, I, I don't think that's true. Okay. I, think, I think that um, when you find f- passionate people mm-hmm. and you're part of a big like movement and you've mm-hmm. made a really big deal out of it and you know my, my team knows that. Yeah. My team sees the effect on like they've seen TikTokers people come in like hey Chai guy here they know mm-hmm. what's going on even yeah. though they don't know the Chai culture they don't know Desi culture because they're all go to here but like um, they know what's going on and they are as I mean so you're saying that somebody who's say, not family could run the entire place? If I step away right now, 100%. Right nice. now, this place, yeah. I, if That's I get amazing. Two, if I get two more outsiders, my uh, one of my sous chefs here, he could run the place if, if you know, if I Solid. let him. That's amazing. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's all about the passion, man. You think, you think you're the only one that has a passion? You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. You, you're not. You're, there's people there. You just have to find them, nurture them, and show them the way. Mm-hmm. And, and you really care for them. That's one thing about us. Again, I don't say employees or I try not to in a general sense, uh, because my staff, quote unquote, here is literally like my team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my team, I, I, I treat them like my siblings at times. You know what I mean? Of course, I don't, 
I make them mop. You know what I mean? That's I mean, fine. That. With me. That's fine with me. You know, but savage. No, no, no. I'm, I'm joking. Uh, no, they, they they know their 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 gig, but um, it's one of those things where um, they all respect the process mm. and the things that I, I I built around, and they they know that um, there's a standard to everything. And if that standard you don't understand that you, I'm sorry, you're just not a good fit for this place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just that saying. You don't need to know anything about chai. You don't need to know anything about our food. Mm-hmm. But if you have, and that's one thing with Mashian I learned. That's, mm-hmm. that's one of his teachings that you can't do the highest kicks. You can't jump the highest. You can't do all these board breakings or sparring, whatever. It does not matter. You have the heart for it, we'll teach you. As long as you show up every day and keep that's going. It. That's all you want from a person. You know? That's like what's up, man. You're a leader. You're, you're born for this, and, and you know, you, you're doing it really well, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. I want to ask you um, one last thing as we wrap up here is what's next for you? Are you content with this? Is this you're living your dream, or are you still hungry for something more? This is literally the, the scratch of the surface. Wow. Yeah, wow. This is nothing. <laughs> Come uh, on, alhamdulillah, man. Alhamdulillah. You know, I have a lot in my life at the moment, but... Um, di- over my, my life um, I want to have reflections of my granddad and I say that a lot because you know when I'm at his age I want to look back and I'm like I did, I did it I did it like him and my next goal is to bring the culture like I told you guys Michelin Star that's my next goal and how am I going to prep for that and that's not a joke like that's not one thing where I can just make a restaurant get the money that's you know meant for you know investing and go invest in a place and open that's not it I need to better myself and be consistent mm-hmm. know the know the food so my and thing is i really how franchises start too dude i've had a lot of people especially That's through, what especially I'm through especially through tiktok text me like hey is this a franchise can we buy into it and i'm like no you have a system yeah. and you have ingredients down you have things like this is how franchises begin dude i i know and there's actually a franchisee company going after me at the moment and but i'm i'm okay right now like so I, you're against franchises i i think that franchises <laughs> i'm not against you don't want to franchise so you're I, against franchises i, I think, well no my like what's your thought cuz you know a, a lot of people have like oh it's a franchise you lost lose quality yep. is, is that your thought 100% process? dude uh, franchise franchises become uh, money oriented not not experience oriented mm-hmm. so um you know you can, exp- you can provide the experience on a mass level you could but you know i'm okay with that i'm again it's not about money for me you know what i mean alhamdulillah like if i i could do something else if it was about the money i wouldn't be working this hard you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. but uh it's really just um you know um getting to a point where uh, right now, what I want to do is I, I want to take some time off uh, and just go to Pakistan and just like maybe three months or something and just like literally be in the streets and just like immerse yourself into dude, it. Dude, just learn. That's mm. all it is. Yeah. Have a book, a uh, pen and paper and just like sit there for hours, do it with the best non guy in the street and just go like learn his ways. You know what I mean? Next level, bro. That's yeah. so cool. They're like artists. Yeah, yeah. and they do it. They are. Dude, yeah, I mean, I want. I want to do that on TikTok. Like, I want to take people with wow, me. Wow. You know I mean? so, yes. Yeah. So, like, that'll be a great experience for me to do all this. Um, and and you know, step away from the from the business here to better myself. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I could, I could be content right now. There's a lot of people that tell me, you know, you should be, you should. Be fine for the rest of your life now. This, this is people's dream. Like, yeah. even the the one shop. Yeah. This guy. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, dude. Alhamdulillah. Awesome, Alhamdulillah. But um, yeah, there's there's so much more to do, man. There's uh, mm-hmm. there's no resting. You know what I mean? Not yet, at least. Yeah, I mean, you got the energy for it. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Congratulations on everything. Like, seriously, Thank it's, you. it's amazing watching you. And like, Thank being you. here, I didn't even expect to be yeah. this wowed. Yeah. I was already from TikTok, but like, 
everything, all the details. It's about that and, yep. and your care to uh, all of it, your passion behind it. Congratulations. And, and like, I feel Thank like we're guys. family. I'm like, proud of no, you, bro. We, like, we, yeah. we, we are so now. Inspiring. Seriously, man. You guys came through and I'm, again, I'm going to scare you all too. So I'm going to get you back. Yo, <laughs> you guys, we didn't tell him about Yeah, him. dude. You all we, scare the crap out of me, but I'm going to get you back. I mean, this is our first time meeting South yeah. and, you know, we invited him <laughs> to our scary Airbnb that we got for our music video. It, it houses 12 people and it's in the middle of the woods and it's in just a very small four. town. Yeah. It's just us four. And Saud comes over, we're meeting him for the first time. I'm like, yo, my brother, what's good? Like, yeah. you know, all homie and stuff. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, Amber and Shamir went to the uh, grocery store real quick. They need to pick up a few, you know, supplies or whatever. He's like, okay, no problem. I was like, bro, you got to check out this house. It's mad scary. Yeah, dude. We take so, him around. And uh, I mean, you tell the story from here. What happened? So Saad? like, yo, uh, so we go around some of the areas and he's just showing some empty bedrooms at this moment. And he's just telling me how creepy things look. And, and I'm you like, were, and you were scared. Yo, I wasn't scared. Just scared. Did, you, <laughs> did you agree that it was creepy? It was creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. I yeah. heard like gulp. He was like gulping and like. You like, stepped on a creek and you were like, oh my God, like what's what was that? What was that? He was actually, he was also like recording me. So I thought it was weird. I was like, wait, maybe he just wants to get a reaction and stuff. So I was, yeah. I didn't like, you know. Like these yeah, YouTube yeah. Well, TikToker vlogs. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know the lifestyle. You know what yeah, I mean? I don't yeah, know yeah. if you guys did this like recorded the whole time. So I'm like, I was all right with this. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, but then we go, like, he's like, yo, come upstairs. Like, there's uh, the rooms upstairs. And he's showing me this, like, little, like, which was actually weird. It was actually scary. It was yeah. like a little, uh, little a door. Closet uh, behind yeah. a, a dresser. A dresser, yeah. yeah. And a door, and it was covered. With and it the has, dresser. like, a secret, uh, uh, I guess, storage compartment, yeah. storage or something. We don't know if it's storage. Yeah. It could be Narnia. Seriously. It could be Narnia. Literally yeah. could have been Narnia. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, we were, like, looking at that, which was actually pretty weird. And then he comes out and he goes like, yo, like the bathroom is even weirder, bro. I was like, bro, this place is dumb. I don't know why y'all got this. <laughs> anyway, so I go to the bathroom and like my my biggest thing is I'm very like, uh, I hit. If you scare me, I hit. You know what I mean? So like I was like, he puts the light on and I already thought the curtain being in... Uh, All completely the way closed. Fully, fully closed from the bathroom is a little weird. And it's classic. Classic yeah. horror movie. Yeah. 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 So I was like, I was putting my put my fist in it, and then she came out at the right time and scared the crap out of me. Yeah, and I pulled back and everything. I'm like, dude, this is I'm done. Amber almost got clocked. Yeah. yeah. I saw him fasten his black belt underneath. No, dude. I, 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 dude, I, I was, I was, I was two seconds out the door. I was literally yeah. out the door. And then, and then on top of that, how gullible I am. She's like talking to me, and we were like, you know, trying to introduce, like, talk to each other and stuff like that. And you know, like, nice to meet you, blah blah. blah. But like, oh, this room's actually creepy. Oh yeah. Mohammed Saud over here was like, yeah, let me check this room out too. Goes in and my guy over here pops out. Ah, and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, Second and round you of heart attack. You had your fist up both times. Yeah. Both times. Double scare in like ready. a minute and a half. I yeah. stay ready. I stay ready for that. Dude, yeah. you were a great sport about it You though. like brought no. baklava over too. You were like, well, I'm yeah, being dude, nice I, to I, these people. Listen, like, I, went, I, went to, I went to New Jersey to get you guys baklava and you guys really? scared me. Yeah, I, I went down, yeah. That's I was talking to Faraz about that like yeah, before. Did. I was like, dude, I got, I'm going out of Jersey. If y'all want anything, I got you. That and uh, I heard you guys had baklava on your line, so I was like, I got you. Like, uh, no, no so, that, was, that was awesome, and like, I'm so glad we got to have this weekend. Hopefully that wasn't, that wasn't too much. No, was dude. Scary. Listen, uh, it was so fun last night. We were actually talking about it on the on the drive back. We haven't done anything like this in a while. Oh, that's mm. awesome. And for us, to, just like as like kids hang out yeah. and, and you know, being introduced to you guys and how to see how your process works with filming, just talking about stuff. Yeah. It was a very fun time for us. Wow. We had to get you know, so we good. had to get up who cares? We had to get up every single day to do this stuff anyways. You know what I mean? So it was one yeah. of those things where um, we appreciated uh, Alhamdulillah we, we get to meet like such great mm -hmm. uh, people yeah. from you know six hours away. Yeah. And 
the fact that we'll drive up here meant the world for us. The, the littlest thing we can do is help them finish their project. You know what I mean? That's or whatever amazing. they got going on. No, you, yeah. you guys are so sweet. They were yeah, so down. Yeah. We yeah. were all here till almost 7 a.m. The fact that you have people who work for you that would be like, yeah, I'm here, yeah. ready to make the drive, pretend, teach, yeah. all that stuff. They yeah. were so cool. Yeah. They're, they're family, bro. They're they're really just like, you know, um, they're the only ones, you know, I ever hang out with. They're like literally family. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and you guys are now too. So I wish you guys lived a little <laughs> oh, closer, yeah. but that yeah. would have been fine. Now you got to come to DMV. Yeah. Inshallah. It was the connected. It was just cool that like um, we were both like kind of working on our own terms but together like yeah. you know yeah. they're all working and then we were working so it was cool yeah yeah combined yeah. worlds that was awesome yeah look forward to that uh coming out and uh you know just just letting people see um these worlds colliding it's gonna be awesome do yeah. uh, inshallah many 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 more man inshallah. 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 thank you yeah. where can people find you and shout out your restaurants if they ever want to come visit so uh i have two cafes i got um olive cafe in lake george if y'all want to come check it out in Lake George, if you're ever going to visit, um, and in Glens Falls, same name, Olive Cafe. If you guys want to just keep up with us on Instagram, it's Olive Cafe NY, and I am Chai Guy on TikTok. With so, two Ys. With two Ys. For the Not one, yes, Ys. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. The one was taken. One was taken. That was true. <laughs> yeah. uh, to find that guy up. Awesome. Go follow him. Please support him. Mm-hmm. He's beyond anything a great person, but also just a super professional, passionate mm-hmm. person in, in in what he does so go I follow. appreciate you guys you guys are literally um like family now bro so you guys come by anytime oh. we take care of you man okay. and, you. And i gotta come down to see You're you guys best. anyway so yeah. that's 100 yes. and we're gonna keep in contact now so that's that's gonna be one thing too so before you go this is strange flavors and we have one last very important question before you leave amber take it away if you could describe yourself as any flavor what would it be and why I'm sweet and spicy, man. You already know that. <laughs> I love that. Sweet and spicy, okay, why? man. Okay. Um, why? Because, you know, I'm sweet. Uh, that's how it is. My, uh, my, like, respect for people and, like, me trying to go out for people just to, you know, accommodate them and this and that. Like, that's something that it, my heart, like, loves to do. It's not just one thing. I just do it for the look of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm spicy, man, because, you know, I'm doing my flair thing. You know, I'm everywhere, you know? We saw a little Gordon Ramsay come out a little bit. Oh, yeah. At, yeah, yeah. at the end, I was, like, I was like, okay, it's yeah. not all Ratatouille around here. No, 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 no. I, I go critique. I go critique. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, again, uh, wish you the best of luck going forward. Uh, Thank you're you. are amazing. And, and, you know, hopefully you continue to inspire other people. Inshallah. And, and, you, and you, you know, follow all, all the dreams that you have. Inshallah, just trying to do it like you guys, man, seriously. Oh, come on. You guys are OGs in the game. You guys are OGs in the game, man. I'm trying to live up to you guys. That's all it is. Okay, well, his birthday's coming up. Uh, Wish him a happy birthday. Happy early birthday. Thank you. Congratulations on all the success, and thank you for doing this with us. Appreciate you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you. For everybody listening, it's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time.